0: If you you know that podcast that makes twenty thousand dollars a month, not familiar with it. um, I think we're we're like right behind them as far as like the rankings. I think we have a lot of overlap. Oh yeah, in audience. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not putting any of that in. Um, (laughs) Do it. No, no one's
1: gonna know what we're talking about.
0: At least I hope. How many other
1: podcasts make twenty thousand dollars a month? Probably a lot. Really? There's like a bunch of really successful podcasts out there with dudes on
0: them. Like it's the dudes that make money, man. I know what. The Why f- were not we
1: born men? I'd be really unhappy, honestly. I know because well, if it was still me, I'd
0: just right. Still be but a if woman. you were born a dude and like you, and I was you wanted a dude to be also, dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you were like cisgendered. It's a dude. lot of
1: hypotheticals. I feel like it'd be a completely different person in this scenario. Of, there are a lot of
0: hypotheticals at you. I mean, yeah.
1: in this hypothetical scenario where yeah. I'm a completely different person and I'm a dude, yeah, shit looks good for born Maddie. In the cash. Shit looks good for me yeah. in that reality. Alright, I'm Maddie I'm Mary Ellen We are not men We're not And I'm, you know what? Fucking, I'm not apologizing for that <laughs> That's not what this show <laughs> that is was what I was not I seen. was gonna apologize But oh. then I walked it back Because no. fuck that No, we're, we're women We watch movies too Watching movies is fun But why only watch one When you could watch two And hear us talk them through We'll pick a pair of flicks On similar topics Then we'll tell you our analysis. things to say about those movies do we clearly we do this is a show called let's watch two movies Mm. where we watch two movies that are similar and we talk about them and if you're coming in on this as your first step you fucked up, first of all, because
0: <laughs> you're you're halfway through. Our Maddie journey. and I have been talking about this, and she's like, "Why don't people? Well, I do listen to the episodes in order. Get it? I
1: don't understand. Which I I mean, I, I get shouldn't it. I shouldn't actively alienate our listeners, but like you I should don't, scold people. I don't understand why people listen to one
0: EP but not every other. Probably because they're more familiar with the movie. I like That's- I know utterly I, ridiculous listen listen, listen. <laughs> i know we explain the plots as, as best as we can yeah but some people like to have like a specific frame of reference that might not be dependent on our spotty memories of
1: course and i think that watching the movies ahead of time is fun and we've definitely had listeners write in who have been watching the movies along My with sister. us yes <laughs> and people against their better judgment have watched 50 shades in our oh, honor yeah. oh yeah <laughs> Samantha, Samantha did. <laughs> Samantha did. Shout out. but other people have and like we're sorry about that one but <laughs> yeah,
0: why did you do so, what I you mean, want you, you
1: absolutely can watch the movies but i also think that you don't have to watch the movies so anyway sorry for your intake for antagonizing you but this but is the second half does. this is the second half of a two-parter last week we watched birdman and we talked about yeah. birdman which is a movie about a show within a show yeah and this week we watched frank which is also a show within a show but it's about a rock band but before we get to that today we're gonna do some shout outs
0: yeah, to people the people who started previous interacting duo. with us on the internet. <laughs> Other people. Um <laughs> uh, we've reached gotten, out to
1: our show. Yeah,
0: we've gotten some like, first of all, thank you so much to everybody who's like given us ratings, everybody who's even like tweeted at us, who's shared um, links to the podcast. It's just it's really encouraging and awesome and yeah, lovely we love to see. It. it makes me feel like warm feelings inside of yeah. my heart.
1: And so we've gotten some reader mail, which is let's watch two movies at gmail.com is our address. If you want T-W-O. to send us one. And we actually had like a very specific call for reader mail at the end of our right. big Lebowski. It was kind of like a
0: desperate <laughs> Yeah,
1: it was a very cry. desperate cry. Yeah. And like a couple of people answered the call. I was actually expecting more dudes to weigh in because like I, just after a lifetime of dudes explaining to me why I'm wrong about things, I was like, we're going to get so much email from dudes being like, you're wrong about the big Lebowski. The big Lebowski's fucking cool. But... <laughs> I feel like our listeners proved right. themselves to be cool, pretty cool well, like, because you, we only really got emails that I thought were really compelling yeah, and also thoughtful. that
0: and, and kind of
1: agreed with our take or at least were... Gave
0: credence to our take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're like, that's fine. That's cool that you think that yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: but we did, did get some emails from dudes who were like i, I like, enjoy the movie but right i don't i feel like if I you're like one, the one of
0: those argumentative dickheads though you wouldn't sit through a podcast. No, i don't and think so i don't think girls. so so i
1: think we've uh we've already kind of uh limited our ability to yeah a- achieve podcast mega <laughs> and <laughs> we just try stretches. to alienate them from the beginning well we alienate basically if you're a dude and you're listening to this show then you already have like you're already establishing yourself as like more tolerant than the average person. I think
0: it's just your, your better taste.
1: And also we just regularly antagonize men on our show. So like props. Um, okay. So are we going to use people's full names in these shout outs? Is that weird? Let's say
0: let's undo, um, first name just in case. Cause we never, we didn't okay. ask permission.
1: Michael G <laughs> sent us, sent us an excellent long email that I'm not going to read all of, but, uh, he talked about, um, just the adjective impotent as a way to describe the dude and some of the I other characters in there. Yeah, it, it, We use the word emasculated a lot, but I think impotent might be might be a better adjective to describe Because there's it. a lot
0: specifically about like dicks it, and castration. Yeah, and yeah, stuff.
1: yeah. And we talked about that. And mm. um, he also sort of compared it to Pulp Fiction for a little bit and talked about how Donnie's an innocent, impotent bystander. Or maybe he isn't actually impotent because he's bowling strikes until the night he... Spoiler... um yeah and i i don't know i thought this was a really interesting take and also he talked a little bit more about the pissing on the rug scene and the women in the in the movie the two women fitting into sort of a madonna horror dichotomy so Mm -hmm. we've got some smart dude listeners such as this michael g character
0: i liked that um he talked about he kind of looked at it through a lens of like masculinity like you have all these hyper-masculine dudes, you know, either like showcasing their wealth or showcasing their like military background or Mm -hmm, violence and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And that the dude is a little different because he doesn't necessarily feel the need to, but kind of gets into trouble when it's like that little bit of, of masculine, a showmanship is yeah. like the rug
1: yeah yeah like and he, also his, his just rug like got
0: peed on now he needs like justice there
1: are occasional moments of egotism from the dude that get him into trouble where like mm. he thinks he can handle this situation but like he demonstrably can't and he's right. really unable to to deal with anything that's happening yeah but yeah i mean so that was a cool email yeah and we also got another email from a dude about <laughs> Some this dude. about <laughs> the dude mm-hmm. um from harry H bomber guy. Um, and he talked to us about how his dad liked the movie and how his dad liked how Walter represents um, a certain type of American culture, a man who took part in a war of dubious historical value and in which inflicted untold horror on the native people of the country, but only remembers it from his perspective thought that was an interesting take as well yeah. and he mentioned something that we didn't mention on our show but i did actually read about ahead of time and then forgot about because i didn't care Ugh, which is amateur. that the title's a reference to the big sleep and also the movie intentionally is um referring to those sort of pulp mysteries by Marlowe. and i just i didn't care like i read that <laughs> wikipedia entry and i was like i don't feel like this movie is good enough that to i like want to talk about Marlowe on our show but i i should have at least mentioned it and so Carrie brought that up and made some good points about how like the scene with the hugh hefner character as he refers to him the pornography guy yeah. drawing the dick on the piece of paper right that's what like, and how like meaningless that is right normally that
0: would be the scene in a in the mystery movie where R- everything yeah. unfolds and it all makes sense but in that case it was literally just to do the giant dick
1: yeah and then it's sort of the the larger message of the big lebowski which is that nothing fucking matters but also the movie somehow hates nihilism at the same time which is yeah weird. or at and least like te-
0: like teases
1: harry drew a Utterly disturbing fan art (laughs) of (laughs) us. That it, I, mean, I would say is
0: remarkable in in how little it looks like mm, us I think it looks just like me i th- I think it was I think it's actually a, I used a,
1: to have very long hair. I think
0: it's a photo of me just photoshopped next to a drawing of you like I think it's it looks oh, photorealistic it's a
1: photorealistic representation of Mary Ellen and it next is a to, photorealistic like, we representation of me when I still have long hair, which I don't anymore, but I use know shit your face just gotta go do a peek I'm like snarling in this yeah. in this drawing in a way that I don't hate. I and look, I look very a little. Witch- Tonic. i look very like
0: it basically like i've got a
1: secret yeah. and I, and the secret is that i'm gonna kill you yeah
0: it's very on point he captured something there yeah i feel so we're gonna upload that masterpiece yeah. we can post on twitter somewhere yeah twitter do, should, should we have like a should we have like a Tumblr or like a blog or what are the what are the kids? Well, tell do us now? what you want, guys. What the fuck do you guys do want do? You want from us, us to
1: make like a Let's Watch Two Movies Twitter or Tumblr? Do you want us to just fucking because we've just
0: been posting for our own, ind- individual which is accounts. fine too. If that's yeah, what you want. I'm sure with that. I post like it's too much.
1: Yeah, so we'll we'll find a place to put that. But cool, cool.
0: anyway. But um, we encourage you to keep sending stuff in. We think it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. fun. More we'll fan art. Shout outs. We'll give you shout outs. We'll read a little expert yeah
1: excerpt. I can't talk. Yeah. Anyway, thanks. It's great that you're people. on a fucking podcast.
0: I, shut I up. I couldn't really. I, shut up. <laughs> Frank, the movie we watched. Frank, the movie. If, that would be so. That that ruined the whole. If it was called Frank, the movie, that would
1: like, ruin the entire movie for
0: you. Maybe it might.
1: Really? Yeah. If, if
0: nothing else about the movie is yeah. different, and it was called Frank, Frank the, the movie. movie. Mm. I don't know. like i'm kind (laughs) of joking but also kind of like yeah that's it would be messed up why i don't i'm instantly derailing the show (laughs) i don't know it feels like try hard
1: okay yeah And, and i mean the movie's not necessarily try hard but it is it's unusual. Okay, so it's, let's, it's definitely got the
0: indie quirkiness, yeah, but it never it felt. It definitely
1: wants the reputation that having an indie quirkiness
0: provides—a right. genuine
1: indie quirkiness. Like I saw, I
0: saw the trailer. I rewatched the trailer for this before watching this again, yeah. and the trailer annoyed the shit out of me. And mm. one of those things where it's like the music would cut out, and like it'd be like well, I think you're a loser. And they'd be like, wacky, wacky music. And it's just like, stop. Like, it's it's worse if you try to like draw attention. Like, look how crazy and wacky it is. Where I feel like the movie itself doesn't really do that yeah or does it in a different way does it in a way that that doesn't feel like i'm being like my head isn't being bashed into the wall of comedy of like quirk yeah like look at how quirky like i don't feel like anyone was like aggressively doing that to me i was just like kind of Yeah, and it's
1: it's very hard to sort of bridge that gap especially with Mm -hmm. a movie that is about a rock band where it's like okay so you want the rock band to be like an indie band that is unsuccessful and sort of gets in their own way but in a lot talented. of ways, but still extremely talented. Yeah. And, you, and the audience can tell that, but also they're very strange. Yeah. And that's like a really difficult line to walk. And yeah. I think the movie did, did a good it. job of I it. I think so too. Um,
0: I like and that. You have to have a main character. You have a main character whose music is shitty. I know. And bad. They had to write some
1: bad songs for it. Right. They were bad. They, they were, were really bad. bad. So that's how the movie starts. So it starts out with, um, with our name's ginger Donald Gleason yes that's definitely his name better known as Hux in Star Wars The Force Awakens or as the main character in Ex Machina if you've seen that he he did he was in the time travel love movie which is really cute okay I haven't seen that it's cute okay great so does he finally not play a bad guy in this because like of all the other movies I listed he plays kind of like a morally dubious oh yeah no in that
0: one he's like a very sweet romantic lead
1: wow okay that would be a change of pace for him he did it great well he's not a bad guy he's ex very cute he's just like a dummy he's just like a nice guy
0: capital n capital yeah. g he's like a he's like a um bystander that lets terrible things happen
1: yeah he's complicit in the patriarchy in ex machina but that's not what this podcast is about what <laughs> oh right, right, right. <laughs> I'm sorry i just mean like he's complicit in like the shit that unfolds in that movie you know i agree I mean?
0: okay cool anyway i was saying what well, i thought we were just gonna start talking about ex machina Okay. But no, you guys, we're talking about Frank. Uh, we're talking about Frank, <laughs> which we
1: can't get to. Um, so Donald Gleason plays John. Yeah. Um, which Whose name I kept forgetting. But mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like part of the point. It's is supposed that he's to be a very sort of, plain name. He's not and they ca- special. I mean, right. And the and other band members
0: of... don't often refer to him by his name. No, they so don't. it's easy to forget.
1: And I thought this was... Uh, God, I didn't find out any of this until after I watched the movie. And it like kind of changed my perception of the movie in a mm. way. Where like... This movie was written by John Ronson. I don't know if you know who yeah, that is. Yeah, he's
0: The Man Who Stare at Goats.
1: He's um, also like a journalist. Yeah. And he wrote, he's written,
0: God, I gotta make sure it's the same John Ronson. The, minister, I don't the think Psychopath Test.
1: Well, that's a sort of piece of nonfiction, a book that he wrote, right? But also
0: The Man Who Stare at Goats. He wrote that. The
1: movie? No, the book. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. It's like oh God. God. Oh my God, whatever. So I think he also She's researching wrote... researching right now. I think he also wrote, but I'm double checking this book called so you've been publicly shamed or or uh, something no, like that that was him
0: i think so i've heard of this and that guy sounded like an asshole and i
1: read yeah i know that's
0: why i had trouble with this guys public um, shaming well the, the issue with this book is that he did the whole thing about how terrible like um how it's not fair for people to gang up on people on twitter and that you need like stories about um people's lives who have been Um, Yeah, I got it right. It's So You've Been Publicly Shamed. It's by John
1: Ronson. So he's done a lot of other great nonfiction, and he wanted to write about that. He wanted to write about um, mob harassment online. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an interesting topic. And, and I, he, I understand th- that he came at it from the perspective of like investigative journalism that he's done a lot of well, but mm. I just don't think he approached this topic correctly. Like no. I read excerpts from the book. I didn't buy the book because I d- did not like the excerpts. And right, And his whole
0: thesis seemed really his off. His thesis
1: seemed off. And my main complaint about it was that he didn't seem to understand the difference in fallout for people who've been publicly yeah. shamed. And like, um,
0: or the, he- the distinction between like her- continued harassment and, and, um, like people taking a moral stand. Yeah. Like there, those are distinct too. things. But I, but I think like he also, he profiled
1: people like Adria Richards was one of the people he profiled, but he also profiled like a bunch of other like white guys who've been harassed online yeah. and like white women who've been harassed online and stuff. And he didn't seem to draw any distinction between the fact that like after Adria Richards was called out, she had an incredibly difficult time getting hired again after that. And she's a black woman. And like, mm-hmm. she... I think has a job now, but like for an incredibly long time was unemployed. And like the other people that he interviewed kind of bounced back. Like some of them like took a year of being like, Oh no, everyone knows my name. Every, everything's terrible for me for like a year. But like for her, the process was so much longer and it didn't seem to me like he'd really effectively navigated that in the excerpts that I'd read. Right. And so as a result of that, I'm kind of like torn about this guy's interpretation Mm. of like public image and fame and what it means. And i don't know if i agree with him about that and that is also kind of what this movie's about it's about yeah social oh, media Maddie. now
0: you've altered the know. whole picture i after for me. i
1: saw this i was like i don't know what i think of this movie anymore but yeah. that doesn't mean that i don't still think there are things about the movie that are great i genuinely really enjoy this th- and movie and i think what the and message the is the main characters named john after john ronson which mm-hmm. is interesting that is
0: because this character is not a likable dude he's not and he i was fucks like up a lot. it's
1: interesting that john ronson like threw himself under the bus in his own fucking movie i guess he makes him self i would say intentionally unlikable yeah
0: yeah oh absolutely i don't think we're supposed to like this i don't think so
1: either and i think john ronson has some self-awareness and like maybe could get there i don't know i don't know the guy um i've only
0: read his work before knowing before you just told me that thing about him being the one who wrote it um yeah I actually thought I thought the the intersection of social media and and the n- ongoing narrative in this was very cleverly done. Me too, and I still think that. Yeah. Um. So I guess yeah. I, I guess what I c- I can take from it, you know, what I saw in it, but it does make me a little nervous about like what is his like underlying like big message yeah, you know like, i'm not
1: sure but i i mean i think it's worth noting also that when movies are made there's a ton of people involved in the creative development true. of them besides the screenwriter. yeah he adapted this for the screen and he based it on he was also in a band yeah with a guy that. who had sort of a similar persona to frank uh-huh but the movie's completely fictional like the guy's persona was actually very different from Frank,
0: right? And and they bar the whole. So Frank, as you may see from like the posters and stuff mm-hmm. like that, he wears a mask. He wears a giant paper mache head over his own head that he never takes off. He and never that, takes it off. And that image, Frank, um, I forget the last name. It's it's from this um, this comedian had a character named Frank something yes. um, that wore that same paper mache mask. And so it's yes, like, but it's,
1: he didn't wear it all the time. The no. comedian just wore it as. The a bit that he did. Yeah. Um where he played in a band and like you can watch the songs that he wrote and like no offense to this guy although he's actually dead now, but I didn't think his so songs offense intended. No. <laughs> but I didn't actually think his songs were really even similar
0: or good
1: necessarily as good as the songs in the movie they were so very different
0: right and so frank is a creation of all these different kind of like cultural artifacts yeah thrown into and there's one like
1: other Which I musicians think who yeah. are sort of inspired by in this movie like you know captain b fart is sort of like an inspirational figure he's also like a very eclectic indie musician who i would say doesn't really break character ever like he's always very weird yeah and that's just kind of how he is as yeah. far as i know right or like i mean this is pre i mean andrew wk isn't cited as part of the influences but like i would cite him as like another musician who has a character that he plays yeah and but it's different
0: from frank I, I, do it think, is very different do you think frank but, is a character
1: well in this movie no yeah. and we can get to that yeah so those are all inspirations john ronson actually knew the guy who played frank in real life and wanted to write a movie about him but yeah. then was like we can't do this. We have to fictionalize everything because it's not interesting as is to just write about a comedian who
0: puts on a mask for shows. That's not like a fun story. Right. And so So, he basically took that character and like the character, the comedian was playing and then, and like mashed in other real life artists and made Frank. Yeah. Which I I really like Frank, like as a character creation. Me too.
1: Even though I don't know that it's an accurate portrayal of like anything really. I, I was kind (laughs) of like, is this a, a form of mental illness that anyone really has? Yeah, that was Like, is this romanticizing me. mental illness in some way? I don't think it is. No. But I was like, this is kind of weird because I don't know that this is a thing that happens.
0: Because Frank's thing is that he, if he, he will panic if anyone tries to take the mask off. Yeah. He has to leave the mask on all the time when he's showering, when he's sleeping, mm-hmm. all, constantly. And he thinks faces like are like aesthetically gross and yep. unnerving. Um and is like is really creeped out by them yeah um, but he's
1: also very affable and likable oh yeah. as a person and right. he's an excellent musician and like really creative and comes up with really lovably bizarre song yeah. ideas is
0: a little like um naive and sweet Yeah, um, like it, you cut like and uh, michael fassman plays frank yeah. does such a good job of for a dude who has to wear a paper mache mask yeah. the whole movie of making us really like Frank and root for Frank and feel protective of Frank. Mm-hmm. It's he has such a complex sort of like he doesn't feel creepily childlike. No. He feel like he seems like a like an adult person, but one that's kind of like gentle and, and a little fragile and one you kind of want to take care of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like not in a
1: condescending way. No. Just like in a a way where you want to be his friend and like look out for him right and so which is like which is why you buy that he's in a successful band with mm-hmm. people who strongly respect his work and really want to make and sure play that role yeah like it's all believable that right. like he all would be surrounded by other talented artists who yeah. are like i support this guy who wears a mask i don't get it but i now have met him and i understand him and i like his work and i want to be in his band like that's all believable as you
0: see the plot on right and you said like all his bandmates and friends and stuff like that have an incredible sense of loyalty to frank And you get that as an audience member, you get why that is and and where that comes from. And you feel that as well, Mm -hmm. which is so hard to pull off. Yeah.
1: Um, when it's like an actor chemistry thing, which is like really a
0: credit to the people in the
1: movie too, I think is like, and it's also like hard to sort of emulate the chemistry of people who are in a band. Like a lot of times I watch stuff about bands and I'm like, this is completely romanticized. Like, I don't, I don't like hate this, but it's very unrealistic, but Mm-hmm. I did like that in this movie The people in the band fight a lot And there's a lot of like inner turmoil About yeah. who gets to do what They
0: blow up at each other on stage yes. you know I mean?
1: <laughs> And like that's sadly realistic Based yeah. on my own
0: experiences
1: Right. So like I liked that And I think that the temptation To just present a band is like And then we all get on stage and everything's great Is right. like it's very high with this genre Of like a rock band movie Yeah um, and
0: this isn't like but that that's at all not,
1: This is more of a movie just about the people who are in the band yeah and, but it's also about the band i don't know it's clever I, yeah. they do a good job so anyway let's let's sort of talk about the beginning so um john's not in the band yet He's trying to write songs on his own. We see him in like this in Very like a beginning British suburb
0: by the beach. Yeah, kind of a British he's like town.
1: Wandering around town, he lives at home still. Yeah, and he's
0: coming up with. He's these... He's got like a boring day job, office job. Yeah, unspecified office but we, job. Our first scene of him is him walking around, kind of looking at people and things, and coming up with these really funny, really shitty songs. Yeah, um, like improvising them in his yeah. head and like Lady trying... in the Red Coat with the Big Bag. <laughs> what do you do? like it's real. It's f- and he. Like, he does a really good, like, job. I I, I was immediately kind of, like, endeared to this dude. Even I was, too, but I was also, like, openly cringing <laughs> at the same time. Like, the
1: first, like, ten minutes or so of this movie is a lot of, like, cringey. And, yeah. like, oh, my God, it's and, like, so what's bad. Gonna, yeah, like, yeah. what is this but
0: guy doing? Like... I think it's important that... But the... you're
1: supposed to feel that way. Right. And I And I, I think got it's that. important
0: that your first impression of this guy is... You kind of, like you're like oh honey like you know like because he does you're trying so hard he pulls hard. so many dick moves and like goes you know out of bounds and, yeah. and stuff like that throughout i the mean like yes that's like, true so I think it's but a... in the beginning you kind of establish him as like an innocent right and... and so i think it's important though that we start with that we start with like him like he runs home and his parents like we cooked you dinner sweetheart and he's, and he's like, like no 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 <laughs> i i got i can't i have to run, serious i have to. Uh, like he's one of those people who like I'm sure I know writers like this who like talk constantly like oh, I'm working on a I'm working on a really big project right now or like oh been, I just have to go work on my novel but you never actually see anything they produce yes oh my god yeah and so it's like it's so real that whole like he is one of those like he, they show they already show from the beginning of social media like been working all day but they show like how low his follower count is like yeah. 19 people or whatever right. right um and we see he's not he's like tr- sitting well, he at the starts keyboard. playing a tune and then he realizes
1: that It's a tune by a pre-existing band, like halfway through recording it. Like the hook that he thought of is already been done. Right, and he's like, "Fuck!" And it's like funny, but sad and like poignant. Yeah,
0: and because I think anyone who try to create something original has hit that wall. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's definitely like relatable, but it's
0: also like tough
1: to watch. So, so that's where we start. We start at this low point for him. And, I mean, we kind of end on one, like, spoilers, I guess. Spoil. I'll debate that
0: with you. I'll okay, debate that okay. with you. Okay, I'm ready.
1: Um, I hope, I would like, I mean, I think the movie has a happy ending. I end, I felt good watching it. I'll say yeah. that. I, I'm i for this movie. I liked yeah. it. It's definitely um, a dark
0: comedy. Yeah. Um, but, oh, uh, it yeah. Very, but it was very, I thought it was very funny. it was very in line with, like, what I think is funny. Yeah. yeah. I'll say that, and it's a, too. And it's, like, I mean, it's, again, it's similar to Birdman. Yeah. Like, it's something where if you have anybody that you are very close with who's gone through some kind of mental illness. or so if you had that experience yourself, I think you'll probably find more of it funny.
1: Yeah. Cause it's that. If you haven't, you might just be like, this is terrifying. Like, and sad. I feel like my mom
0: would get really sad and upset.
1: Yeah. Whereas I was like
0: where, <laughs> <laughs> laughing at it, which is Yeah. Weird. We can talk about some of the parts I thought were like very funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, so
1: then, um john after writing his shitty song and just feeling like a he failure is wandering around on the beach again wandering outside um and he sees this guy trying to drown himself yeah and he's he just the yelling stream. nonsense and yeah, crazy this guys like having a panic attack and like trying to kill himself yeah. i guess um in the ocean yeah and the police are picking him up and fishing him out right saving him yeah
0: um and but, like and, fighting him to save because the well, guy's yeah, like out he's of like, control like,
1: yeah, yeah 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 um so these other people are just standing on the beach with a van nearby, like watching this guy Yeah, and they, and through conversation with them, John realizes that they are the band that he saw a poster for. At the yeah. Beginning. And like
0: heard on the radio at one point. Yeah. Yes. Or he something. heard like a contentious interview that they did. Yeah. On where, of they, like where they got um, in a fight on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so
1: he kind of knows of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like a local band. Um, and so he talked to them and then, Don, i think talks to him first yeah and don is like kind of based their on manager. captain beefheart i think oh, okay. maybe i don't know i yeah. don't know that's sort of a stretch but they his name's also don so i'm gonna go with it yeah um and he is he admits that the guy who's trying to drown himself plays keyboards in their band you yeah, well, cuz yeah, cuz
0: John's like um, oh, you guys are playing tonight. Yeah, and he's yeah. like where he's like are we that's our that's our keyboardist yeah. like out there. And then John and instantly goes, is oh, like I play I play keyboards. keyboards. Yeah. And, and then so so um Don goes and talks to an unknown figure in the, the car in the van and they s- see you tonight at the stage side yeah, door or which, whatever. which this
1: is i mean there's a lot of unrealistic stuff that happens in this movie this is defo unrealistic yeah but john goes but, to the stage door at 9 p.m doesn't bring any equipment so i guess oh. he assumes they have a keyboard there yeah. for him that was weird to me i was like dude at least like bring your mini keyboard or something. yeah he doesn't um luckily he's correct about that they have a keyboard all set up for him he gets there right at nine and the show's already started and he yeah. like walks out on stage and they're already playing yeah
0: and, but, like, he, the backing band, not yes, Frank yet.
1: not Frank and yet. So he and the backing band in. is Maggie Gyllenhaal, Maggie playing—God,
0: what's her name in this movie? Clara.
1: Clara. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Okay, yes. I'll trust you. Um, and these other two
0: French Yeah, <laughs> speaking, what are even their names? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But they're both um, French, and they they fight with each other and speak yes, in French for most of the movie. And
1: I think the woman plays drums, and the guy plays guitar. Yeah, yeah. They both speak French and Mm -hmm. then.
0: Their band is called Sorn Perfums.
1: Yeah, it's unpronounceable. Yeah. They have an unpronounceable band name that's established. Yeah. Um, And then once they start playing, and they play this like really catchy, like hook at the beginning it's of cool as like she maggie john's Ma- playing, the playing yeah and um, she's also playing like a miniature keyboard that um has like a bunch of effects on yeah, it yeah it's, so it's a little ethereal John and cool. here's the keyboard part she's playing and he plays a backing part for it based on those chords mm-hmm they already told him the chords so he knows them yeah they're like do you know f
0: whatever and c f and g yeah. and he's
1: like okay yeah. yeah and so he plays that and then he like hears the other french guy singing a backing vocal so he joins in mm-hmm. all of this seems fine it's going pretty well and frank, frank comes gets on out stage and is and this wearing is our first this mask frank, yeah and uh um uh, wet he suit. has an XLR cable and, it, and he has a wetsuit on. Yeah, he's he's always wearing strange things. Yeah, but in this he's wearing a wetsuit and he's got an XLR cable that comes out of his mask that which he has a, a microphone inside the mask yeah. presumably and he plugs it into the xlr cable nearby yeah so that he can be heard right which i thought was cool they came up with like a lot of explanations for how it would be possible for him yeah do you see a little
0: fan in the side yes. of the thing with the battery and i thought all that was great i yeah, was like they was really came up with
1: like some how would guy? yeah how would a guy only have a mask on yeah they can't they like tried
0: to justify it even yeah. though there's a lot
1: of stuff in this movie that doesn't make any right. fucking sense right. they they tried they did their right. best there well and i
0: think you're saying about it being unrealistic about him coming with no equipment. But and like, for them, I guess it is. Right. I yeah. think it's supposed to be this very, like he's just thrown into this thing. Yes. They're already playing the show, <laughs> yeah. but they knew he'd be there. anyway. you know, like yeah. they're weird yeah. in a, in a kind of like, disconnected from reality but in t- very t- in tune with each mm-hmm. other sort of way and it's very like alice in wonderland as yeah. a moment like he it's literally like- says i'm going i'm he tweets i'm yes. through the looking glass yeah oh, his fucking <laughs> <tweets>. <laughs> it was so as somebody who's like gotten really into twitter over the past year it was like very funny that whole like, it was funny and mm. it was also well we can get to that um there's a yes. bunch of social media in this movie yeah well used i think and um, like um Uh, visually well used, like the little Twitter bird will pop up. It's a classic Sherlock move, except pre-Sherlock, I think. Yeah, I saw, somebody did a a really good, fuck, I never remember the names of things, but somebody did a really good video about how, because texting and social media and stuff is becoming more and more of a plot point in a lot of these TV shows and movies... How are different people taking that on, and what's the most kind of popular use of it, and what are some unusual ways people have done it? Yeah, Um, so it's something like that. This Uh, is kind
1: of an interesting way because they actually use like the
0: Twitter logos. I don't know if they like worked with Twitter to get this. I hope Twitter paid them because it's a great ad for Twitter. Right. I was also really curious. They have links posted, and I didn't, I didn't um, look them up or anything. But I was wondering as like a, a I think they probably posted them because
1: apparently, like in association with this movie, the band toured, which is actually cool.
0: Yeah, they did. They did a bit on um, Colbert. Yeah, they but I think Rijitai. they played like other local yeah. shows and stuff too, which yeah, is cool. that um, is really cool. So, anyway, uh,
1: they. The they show goes like, wrong. They played one song. Yeah. They don't even make it through one song, and then Maggie's. Um, Thereman. amplifier blows oh. up i think it starts to
0: spark and yeah. smoke and stuff like one
1: of her amps it's like like there could be a fire right like, and so
0: the guitarist or the drummer stops playing or slows down yeah, or something and, and, then and she, she yells yells mad for them for, that stopping, them for stopping. stopping because she was like the show must go on right and she's nuts as we'll we kind of come to see well she's nutty um <laughs> and so she's like screaming at them and they're fighting she's swearing back in french and they walk off stage and it's just frank and john and they're kind of just staring at each other and then Clara comes back for Frank and, and, gets is like, him. and is like, all right, Frank, come on. And Frank just kind of like walks off, mm-hmm. which is like childlike. Like yep. she, he's just guided yep. off stage. Yeah. And then that, and John is like hooked.
1: Yeah. John-, John is just standing there, but I mean, he doesn't like have any way to find him. So we no. see him in his office job and it's like, I don't know, a week later or something. Yeah and um this is kind of reflective of what actually happened to john ronson apparently like this kind of happened to him oh. and then a few I months later like to me i know why doesn't this fucking happen yeah. whatever anyway if a bizarre band wants to suddenly ask me to play keyboards for them let me know mm-hmm. um so he gets called some unspecified amount of time later by don and don is like Hey, so, like, Frank really liked you. He's, you he called you, you that were, really grateful guy playing keyboards at that you show. You thought you were
0: cherishable. Yes. And I thought, he said, you had something perishable. <laughs> so I was like, why couldn't anyone else bring something perishable? It's really, I really goofy. I like Don. Yeah, I like Don, too. I like him so Don. much. Um, we, we find out soon with Don that he hasn't... <laughs> we find out yes i men- mean how much do
1: we want to spoil before we go along
0: i mean this is just like so character <laughs> set up, yeah, yeah, i guess yeah. don has a sexual fetish for mannequins <laughs> yes he fucks mannequins and as he also his-
1: is mentally ill in some yeah. unspecified way but he has panic attacks and, and he stuff. and he met frank in a mental a mental yeah and i mean i think it's implied from context that they also met their keyboardist there since he is established at the beginning to like be panicking and be in the ocean oh, trying to I kill think, himself i extrapolated from that and or at least i think john extrapolated from that that all of them must have meant in a me- mental
0: institution
1: and then he makes the mistake later of assuming I, that, think it's about ju- Clara. I, I
0: think it's just frank and don and we can talk about that okay yeah but i mean
1: regardless the former <laughs> keyboardist has yeah. got some issues yes. and he's never seen again after that
0: yeah no could they take him to the hospital they take yeah. him away but i mean he doesn't like circle back around and be like i want to be in the band again right. he's gone. gone yeah um and so don yeah. calls um yeah uh john yes and, and he's and like and Look, john man. is
1: on board and yeah he's like our
0: keyboard isn't coming back so do you um, want to meet up do you want with to, us yeah we're gonna go those... to ireland um do you, do you think you're are you in basically yeah. like kind of vague. Super but... vague
1: and john is like on board because he's so excited right And doesn't
0: really realize what he's agreeing to. He assumes it's like a show. He seems to be doing a show in Ireland like that weekend.
1: Yes. But then they get there And it turns out That they're planning To stay there For several months Because they're gonna Record an album
0: Right Which rent- I speak
1: from experience Will take several months Right They've rented out A
0: whole little cabin yep. and, and John gets his own room Yeah And he's like perplexed He's like uh, I, I only brought like One outfit Right I told work I'd be gone For Once like a Once again did bring his keyboard Which
1: again I was like John <laughs> what the
0: fuck Are you doing Um. But he's So he's like A little taken aback But like He's Like something's Drawing him in Like he yeah. has to, to Do this well, I mean, he doesn't leave. Right, he
1: stays because I think at that point he's kind of like YOLO. I mean, I- there's a, well, and he, like this band is kind of drawn. His band I is would really say intriguing, too, so I kind of get it.
0: Yeah, if I were him, I'd be like, fuck it yeah oh absolutely if i was working like a boring office job yeah and, and like and all of a sudden really cool just like something weird. incredible happened to You're you right. and you were and in ireland like, and like a fucking cabin right. of your own with and like a band seen, he has all these very real aspirations of greatness yes and he sees and he's seen this band is talent and he thinks they've looked at him and they've seen that greatness in him yeah and that this is his like chance i mean i don't think they're entirely wrong about
1: about, mm. I don't think he's entirely wrong about that appraisal mm-hmm. because it seems like Frank is kind of giving him a chance. Yeah, and like there's in the early parts of the movie, Frank is kind of takes him on and is like a really kind mentor in parts, and it's yeah. like, you need to believe in yourself, John. Like, yeah, you have a story to tell, and like you can write a song about anything. Well, and there's don't... great scenes where Frank he meets frank and yeah. like they have the conversation about the mask and frank has like this amazing thing adorable way of yeah. being like i'll just tell you what all my facial expressions are which is like really cute and comforting like, smile i yeah. love that <laughs> it's really cute I, like there's there's those were ways that he makes frank likable oh yeah in, like very clever right but the interesting character thing is moments they don't
0: he doesn't talk with frank till like two weeks in i know at the cabin That's the first conversation he has with Frank. And so it's like a little weird. It's not like he's immediately very friendly. It's just all of a sudden they're like talking. But I think it's also
1: kind of believable that he would be very intimidated by everyone in the band because like Maggie Gyllenhaal is totally abrasive. The two French speaking people... Cannot speak English yes. or don't speak English to him on purpose. Yes, and when to they, alienate him. And we know when and they Frank speak- is
0: wearing a mask constantly, right. which is alienating. And we know when the French people are speaking French, we see the subtitles saying, "I think you're disgusting." Yeah, these are the things that that they're <laughs> they saying. They hate to him. him, right? They hate him. And Maggie, Gillenall's character, Claire, is immediately suspicious hazard well she's suspicious of him and has her sights on like destroying him yeah like any any opportunity she can see to embarrass him or make him look silly it's very clear that like frank is his
1: only ally but he doesn't quite get that yet yeah and at first and Don is pro-John being in the band all the yeah, way, too. but
0: Don's, like, just... He's, a little, he's like, wacky. He doesn't have any, like, clout, really. Like, the band likes no. him, and he's, like, there, but he doesn't... Like, Frank has all, the like kind of power in a yeah, weird way. Yeah, and Frank has decided that he's gonna give John a chance. Right, which is why John's even there in the first place. But yeah. the band is, like they hate him but it's frank's call basically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um should we stop here before i guess so i mean
1: to sort of briefly summarize the rest of the movie so people kind of get a sense of whether they would want to watch it or not um it tracks them making the album it tracks them making the album it tracks them eventually playing some shows there's a lot more information revealed about like frank's past there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like really cool navigations of like the nature of fame Mm -hmm. and whether or not making art is something that's contradictory with wanting to be famous, which Mm -hmm. I thought was really cool. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of like, what is selling out and like is being popular bad? And do we need to compromise who we are in order to become popular? Right. But not
0: in a way that feels like it's not shitty. It's, right. like, not it's like, it's like actually you're like sellout.
1: done in a way that it's very I thoughtful. have never really seen a movie do. Yeah, And I don't want to explain how it happens because I don't want to spoil the movie, right. but I realize those all sound like really cliche themes, but, that but it does it beautifully. It, I think it's done in a really interesting way. Yeah, I really like this movie and I would recommend it except that it is really dark yeah and i mean uh Would I, you throw him- it's kind of similar to birdman i mean i liked it better than birdman but that might just be because i could relate to it more yeah like my big problem with birdman last week you just didn't have, was an, that access I didn't point. have an access point for yeah it. whereas when i was watching this i could like very much relate to multiple characters yeah i could relate to john even when he was being an asshole because i think that understanding like yeah like oh, yeah. wanting something that you make to be popular like yeah. of course I want things I make to be successful and popular, but at mm, the same time I could relate me. to like Maggie and Frank and stuff by being yeah. like, I don't. I also just want the art to be what matters, and I just want to feel joy in what I'm creating, yeah. and that's what's important to me. Yeah, and like that dual tension and showing it with the different characters really resonated with me. Yeah, so I, could kinda, I could like resonate with multiple people's past in this. Uh huh.
0: So yeah.
1: that's probably why I liked it more. Yeah. Um But I I thought i don't know i it kind of made me like birdman more in oh, retrospect good. because i was kind of like i get why over. <laughs> i get why mary ellen recommended this with birdman mm-hmm. and also like the show within a show stuff resonated with me more in this and then retroactively i was kind of like i guess the show within a show and birdman was cool too i do do you know
0: what i mean yeah yeah i do know what you mean so would you recommend this movie no okay <laughs>
1: So I I, I really this we is, can't
0: agree on anything. This is one of my favorite movies, um, and I connect to it on a lot of different levels as, as somebody who's who's interested in in art, who's interested in uh, you know what it means to try to get your art out to a larger base of people, um, navigating uh, kind of creative projects with other people, and what that's about. Um, being that kind of obnoxious person who's like, these people are so cool. I just want to like <laughs> absorb their cool creative yeah, energy. But and like shit. who hasn't
1: been in that situation? Yeah, Like no, that's kind of relatable too, to be like, whoa, well, I'm totally in over my head. but and like even, this is so exciting. Yeah. I hope they don't realize what a loser, right? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um and even like being part of like a kind of crew of outcasts and yeah. like And, and, um, like I had, there were a lot of scenes that brought up this like well of compassion in me because it was like, I've been there, you know, (laughs) like not literally there, you know, I wasn't, you know, hanging out with anyone with a paper mache head on, but it's, it, it, you know, for people who have had to, who kind of fallen with, with kind of creative types who, um, have a lot of feelings and express themselves and, and, quirks, um like it felt very real. It didn't feel exploitative and it didn't feel fake. It, it felt even though like the thing is made up, like the yeah, paper mache it's just not disease, real. it's not based right. on anything. For but somebody, that's okay. It felt like more real than like whatever like than like a disease that makes you see people and kill everyone. You know like it felt more authentic cuz it's like almost innocuous in a weird way but like impacts your life and like requires acceptance and understanding on the part of others. Like there's a lot of of beauty in that. And so on a lot of different levels, um, I really connected this movie. I think it's it's really funny. There's a lot of parts that are, are really moving. Um, I would say like maybe slight trigger warning um, for people. I mean, there is a scene where somebody takes their own life, um, and so that can be hard if, if you're not expecting that. Um, I know for me, I think that was like the first time I saw it; it was much more sad. Yeah. And this time, it was it was like okay for me. Um, so overall, though, I think it's you know especially if you can kind of connect with like being you know being within in a band being somebody who creates stuff with other people hanging out with other people who are just kind of weirdos that you love i think you'll probably like this movie and i do a lot mm-hmm. and i mean just the performances are, are spectacular yeah it's really cool music it's, it is really
1: cool yeah and, and it's also not that long i mean we've we've yeah. got a lot of movies on the show that were like two hours this one's like i don't know an hour 20 or something yeah it, it kind of flies by and right. like, I just really enjoyed every minute of it. And like, sometimes you watch movies on the show and I'm just like, this is a real fucking slog. But like, this yeah. was the opposite. It, 50 I felt shades. very <laughs> engaging. Or like, Big Lebowski was like so. Even Big Lebowski, yeah.
0: Tiring. It felt compared, like, this felt so light. Yes. And like, paced and, and stuff like, energetic to, yeah. in
1: ways that. Uh, yeah, I really liked the pacing of it. Yeah. So yeah, I I have a lot of great things to say about it. Yeah, I'm I've really glad said. you enjoyed it because this is um you know yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, it was nice to like, sure. watch a movie I liked. Oh my god. For once on this fucking show. You didn't love Twilight? I did actually. Yeah, I loved yes. it. Good. You're right. That was
0: the one I liked. That was the other one. <laughs> Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Alice. Is oh. that her name? The, the, the one with the weird hair can see the future. Yeah. In? She's cool. She's got weird hair though. Like, I don't really know what that do is. I don't know. She's very like early nineties. She's got like a cloud strife
1: haircut thing What's a where she's ju- you know from uh final fantasy like the sorry, spiky spikes not and a nerd little, little sorry tendrils
0: don't know what you're talking okay,
1: about okay listen twilight <laughs> greatest movie greatest Great story ever. of our generation but after twilight i'd say frank yeah i mean a top 10 movies one <laughs> twilight two frank
0: three frank the movie <laughs> Frank the movie; four robot and frank also a good movie i haven't seen that yet
1: um i think that's what it's called right
0: yeah ro- uh robot and like it's like, like about an old guy yeah yeah robot. and he's friends with the robot He's voiced good. by um Sarsgaard cool alright you guys that's uh now we're going to our <laughs> no it's not the end of the episode we're going to our spoiler Bye. section no we're going to the spoiler <laughs> section okay we're gonna fucking spoil this we'll movie s- we'll see you on the other side can a
1: movie really be spoiled does knowing the plot really ruin a movie it's sort of philosophical question we can't answer that for you just figure out what you want to do but if you don't want to know the plot turn this off
0: right now (laughs) spoilers (laughs) that's my alternate song okay i was gonna start it um okay all right so where were we at plot-wise? Uh, so we were... They're, he plays the, the first show with them, and then he they're goes the to Ireland. Yeah they, yeah, they go to Ireland. That's where we left off. So um, what happens Uh, before Frank... Like, they do a few, like, rehearsals and stuff like that, and Maggie Gyllenhaal's already, like shitting all over this john's ideas it's really, she's very funny in she's this because she plays it totally straight vicious but you see like her like quiet little like looks of joy when she like gets one over on john and shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah. like she's vicious yes uh, she was so well but um so they're doing rehearsals and stuff. but he's not really interacting with frank much she's like trying to like fit in and, and mm-hmm. get a feel for things and then there's an evening where dawn um I think tries to is, is basically he's having some kind of panic attack or something. Yeah. And I think he's trying to kill himself Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's running towards the water. Um, and Frank is chasing after him, trying to like tackle him down and calm him down saying, don't let him towards the water. Don't let him towards the water. Yeah. Uh, and so John comes out and is like watching what's happening. Clara comes out, picks up a giant log, chucks it perfectly. So that it hits, Don, Don in right the in the back of the and head and he falls out. over. I died laughing. I know me too. So, and after she does that, she doesn't go like check on him or anything. She she's turns like, she's got done. It. That's But it's it's like, that's how Clara shows it's she also a, like normalized
1: for her. She's oh, yeah. like, it's fine. Right. Don, like she's just, done this plenty of times
0: before. She's
1: got to knock him out. Right. And then when he comes to you, he'll be fine. But that's like how Clara shows her compassion and for And mercy Don. in a yeah. weird way. Right. Because he
0: does come to and he is okay later. Right. And she helps, Briefly. she helps the situation. You know, yeah. She, like he falls over so Frank can catch up and cackles him down. Him and, back. Yeah. And calms him down. Um, but yeah, that's, and so after that, um, Frank kind of stays up with John that night and they start to talk. Um, and he's kind of explaining a little bit of Don's deal that he's in love with mannequins. Um, what was the name of the mannequin? Oh, that I, I died. It was like something cuntly or something. <laughs> <laughs> something weird. Yeah. Uh, but it was endearing. I
1: mean, like, I don't know. As far as like weird shit for a dude to be into, like, fucking mannequins is pretty harmless. Yeah. So it was like a good choice in terms of like something strange to pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a
0: little off-putting and stuff, so, but we still kind of like Don. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, okay. we do. And
1: also Frank is like, you know, you can date girls so long as they stay very <laughs> still. still.
0: <And> then, like, <laughs> Don
1: plays that song. Oh my god I died. I fucking love that song. He Like Don comes in and this plays a little like song. This is like a little later. Right, So like John is like having a sad moment where he's like writing a shitty song by himself in his cabin yeah. and it's like a bad song. Yeah. And Don comes in and he's like I've been there man like let me play you a love song that I read a long time ago and he plays this <laughs> little song and, then and it, are it starts like... out
0: kind of good and right. interesting. But then you suddenly it realize like... it's clearly about a mannequin he wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're still like the ice on you the lake stay very still yeah, i like that's move. the final <laughs> not- and then after the song he's like it's shit yeah oh that <laughs> was really, really funny good um uh, but that's kind of one thing when frank really starts to reach out to john and john's like ecstatic clearly like he um he yes. starts to, and as when frank does the whole like would it make you feel more comfortable if I was, like, welcoming smile? Yeah, and I, that's so cute. <laughs> Michael Fassbender is, like, so good in He's this. He's great
1: in this. And, like, so he starts saying... Frank starts saying his facial expressions <laughs> under the mask, like, at practice and stuff. Right. And Clara hates it. Right. And she, like, He's hates like, that Frank stop. is, like, making himself ex- accessible to anyone yeah, else, too. Yeah, absolutely. And so she's, like, stop saying your facial expressions. Very annoying. And, yeah. like, is trying to, like, essentially cut off any connection between him and John. Right, right. Um... Which seems aggressive at first, but you kind of understand it as the movie goes along, because she's, like, very protective of Frank. Oh, and I
0: think we're initially supposed to be kind of, like, suspicious of Claire and her intentions and kind of on John's side, Mm -hmm. and then have that unravel. I wasn't really,
1: but I get that we're supposed to be. Right,
0: because it's, I mean, John... You know, he starts um, recording these these videos of them during yeah, practice. Yeah. Okay. I had
1: such trouble with this. Really? Well, because I didn't know at first that he wasn't telling them, and they oh, don't tell you that. Yeah, he wasn't telling them. Okay, so like he's recording all these videos of their practices and tweeting, and about, tweeting it, about it, and, and being, he has a
0: blog, he has an online yeah, blog. Yeah, he has a blog, that he's, he's writing
1: tons of stuff in. Yeah. Like personal stuff.
0: Yeah. Don't do that, guys. I mean, <laughs> yes, don't do it. But like, a we know that this band is like wacky off the grid and so they don't know him. like they don't they aren't doing this themselves I know and but don't it's really not. have a context for what that is and so he sees it as like he's bringing he does right I don't think it's right but I see what his intentions are I
1: do too um, but at the time you're kind of like, Oh, this is great. He's like acting as the social media manager for this band that they clearly need. He's Which is creating what? He's a following. He's doing. Yes. Yeah. He thinks he's helping them. Um, and he is in a way, right. He's helping them with something that they may or
0: may not want. And we see as he's tweeting, as he's posting his blog posts and stuff, and like, like YouTube his, videos his of followers them are going up slowly and so yes. he's getting, he's, people are engaging with him and stuff like yeah, that.
1: Yeah. And like people are intrigued by Frank's mask and his unusual songs and right. they like
0: this stuff. Right the fact that they have a safe word
1: yes. uh, for when they
0: fight with each other yeah chinchilla. which is chinchilla yeah um but different so, those things become memes with the fan i want to talk about that a little yeah. yeah um but and so john we see soon as is his aim is he thinks he's so inspired by Frank. he's like you should be famous man like you are very talented yes. and cool and more people should know about you because all john's life from what we can gather, he's so desperately wanting to be famous. He just needed some kind of talent to throw in there. So now he's looking at the equation and he's like, Frank can be the talent. He can be the genius. Yes. And if I jump on this ship, but I don't, I mean, I also think that at very the same part time,
1: he does want to create something great. himself. Oh yeah. Like he, like he it's can not that compose. he's just satisfied with seeing Frank become successful no. and like piggybacking on Frank's fame. Right. It's also that he wants his
0: own work. Oh yeah, because he keeps be, he keeps trying to compose. He, all he keeps these trying songs. to compose
1: songs and suggest songs. Yeah, and there's like this very embarrassing scene early on where he's like, you know, I actually write music, and Claire's like, is so really, vicious. really play something. Yeah, and he's like, I don't. I don't have anything prepared right now. Like, I haven't rehearsed anything. And she's like, play something right now. Play and right thing is
0: so she And he has nothing. Right. And she, so she's doing this as a form, as like, to, clearly to like bully him and yes, go at him. Because but, she can tell he's got jack shit. Right. But Frank is like, he sees this enthusiasm. Yeah, he sees he's this like, Yeah, let's do it now. She's so like, yeah. So she, and so she's amazing because she knows she can generate a lot of uh, like instant pressure. I know. And like knows he wants to impress Frank. See, so she's like devious. I have to
1: like pause it because I was so embarrassed.
0: <laughs> Did that happen at any point in this movie where you're like pausing
1: and you're just like, oh my god. I think because I'd already seen yeah, it, right. I was just like, uh uh-huh. this yeah. scene. I like he's playing his songs and like they're so bad. bad. They're and I was bad. like, I was like literally touching my face in horror <laughs> and how bad they were. Because yeah. he's playing the songs that we remember from the beginning where he's like yeah. That lady with the red, red bag. Coat. What are you doing? And was, yeah, And like Maggie's Gyllenhaal Hall's just staring at him. Just like a little cold. smile. Yeah. It's just like you're failing before my very eyes. Right.
0: It's great. Oh, the it's French awful. people are there. And like The French guy said that shit. Him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man. But
1: Frank is like still encouraging of him, even though he is not supportive of those Like it's, Yeah.
0: Frank plays such an interesting part because he doesn't think they're good. And yes. we know they don't think he doesn't think they're good. But he's like, oh, okay. Like, he, you know, he never, he's like, not like that shit, but he's like, you know, he, he doesn't tries like to be shoot positive. it down. He, yeah.
1: And then, like, there's other parts later in the movie where he tries to be
0: encouraging. Uh, but yeah. we can get to that. Uh, so, what, ha-
1: where were we? I'm so turned around. So, <laughs> what happens
0: is, um, there, Frank is a very, very intense. Slow, calculated like dude yeah he i mean we see them recording sounds of trees mm, like birds. And, and like him jumping in the grass and stuff like that and he won't let them record until they get it absolutely right so it's and, taking forever so it's taking a very long time well one day there's a knock at the door and there's a german family yes. who has has rented out the for cabin vacation for house. a vacation yeah and don starts panicking and he's like <gasps> So so we ran, we ran out of money. Yeah,
1: and we were given thirty days to leave the place, and we did. We didn't, and I didn't tell you
0: guys because I didn't want to tell you. And I felt so bad. I was scared, and I was scared you guys would get mad at me. Yeah, and Frank is like hugging him and like, "It's okay, I'll figure it out." Blah blah, blah. and and the German family is annoyed at what the fuck's going on. So, in- but meanwhile, um john is well, this like happens after i, I think it.
1: it happens like right before because that's how frank kind of convinces the german family oh, to leave oh. maybe I don't john know. has a nest egg yes that from his, his grandfather, grandfather left, left him left a bunch him. of money and was like spend this on something really important so john is like don't worry guys
0: i can pay the rent with my inheritance right which for john is a, is a huge such a thing because he's like now they need me like this will buy me favor in the band and i'll be even cooler and yeah. they'll love me blah, but it's blah. also like where the bitterness journey starts for john yeah.
1: because he starts being like i've invested literally in this band and they don't take me seriously and it sort of like begins yeah sort of the dark third chapter of john before that happens though <laughs> Yeah. frank um so they have to get rid of this family right now and that they, they have the money to pay the
0: rent they right. still have the to german family. family's confused and i love the scene frank um this was don't... like some straight up magical realism shit well the funniest thing is fassbender speaks fluent german yes and so this is where his skill comes in and, he, and, and frank, frank speaks frank german obviously for no reason in this movie. German. and so he goes in and he starts talking to the wife the mother yeah um and they go on a walk and it's literally like five minutes long, which I think is so funny. It's amazing. At first, there's like,
1: like a montage of him talking to her outside. Everyone's looking through the window at like what's
0: happening. Yeah, but it like, takes like not very long. At first, she like they're talking, they're talking. She's she starts crying, yeah. uh, and Frank is like comforting her. And then he starts spinning her around. Well, they kind of like, she perks up and then they start doing that thing in rom-coms where like the yeah. two lovers are holding each other's like hands. Like a titanic and move her, yeah. sort of thing. And then they're spinning
1: individually and laughing. Yes. And then, and It's then... like as though he's changed her life utterly. Well, and she we says that. And we learn that he has said something. We yeah. don't know what. Right. But he's communicated some... Sp- she says to She says, thank you for this new truth in my soul. Yeah, she comes back to see... <laughs> I mean, he doesn't talk to the dad or the kid, which I thought was interesting and, like, kind of cool, <laughs> was right. that he was like, this woman is going to get
0: on my level. Yeah. And, like, they have a deep conversation about something. Right. And, then, and that's a very Frank thing. Like, if Frank wouldn't go to the dad and, like, man to man. No, no, frank no. is, like, a very gentle, But also I think he dude. can, like, empathetically read people in some way yeah. and be like,
1: this is the person who I need to talk to. Yeah. And, which, again, is a little magical. Like, yeah. It, something about that scene is almost like frank has an ability to charm people that is like
0: just a it, inexplicable I feel like it, but right. not in a bad way not in an no, evil way I mean, like it's never evil like it would be part for pure. the course for this movie that he just knew german in that moment yes you know what i mean like yeah. that would be make sense for frank's character that I, like he but just I mean, got german the rest
1: of the movie's so good that i bought it yeah Like, this didn't take me out of the movie, right? I just laughed. I
0: thought it was so funny. I laughed,
1: but I was also like, we've already met Frank. We We know know how great and charming he is. Yeah. And like how genuine he is in everything that he does. So, like, it's believable that he would explain to this woman, like, listen, like, these are some songs. We're recording an album here. Yeah. We you do you think that's even what he says? I don't know, maybe. Though. I mean, who knows? Yeah. We don't know. And we then he know. also explains to her the meaning of life, <laughs> I guess. Yeah,
0: gets it all in there. So anyway, they that's drive a great away. Scene. She's
1: like crying as they yeah. drive away and waving to Thank him you so and being much. like, Thank you so and
0: much. The like, Fucking weirdos. And the rest of her family is like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck? Like everyone else. Yeah, besides- but her and Frank are yeah. like connected. That was really it funny. That was amazing. And then there's a jump in time, and John has a giant beard, and they've been there for like 11 months, I think they said. So they've used up almost the entire Nest egg. So they're like rationing food. There's a really funny bit where he get—I don't even know what it's some kind they of protein like powder. Essentially, yeah, soylent, but and so it's he's, like he's like chocolate
1: protein powder that gets mixed with milk or whatever. And right, Frank drinks
0: it because he can only drink through a straw because of his mask. Right, and so the, when he gets the groceries, John picks him up and starts immediately eating the powder. Like, before anyone can see it. he's, like, starving. And then Clara comes over and goes, no! And fights it and then and tries to licking it out of his mouth. tries to the powder out of his mouth. It's amazing. It's... Like, literally licking it She's so good in this. I know. She's hilarious. Um, so they're fighting over food. Shit's getting real in yeah, the cabin. Yeah, it's a little tense. Um, but finally, they get to the point where Frank feels like they're ready. They're yeah. ready for this album. Um, and so there's a big scene of them recording. It's very intense. It sounds amazing. It sounds really fat. Like Fassbender's awesome. He's doing weird shit. He, it's the weirdest. The songs
1: are just great.
0: I love the songs in this. The weirdest thing for me in this movie He's like, I'm still sexually attracted to Michael know, manner. It's very <laughs> weird. Well, because like he's wearing like a um little tank top. Yeah, he's he's not wearing a ton of clothing nope. in this. in, and such he's in a really good shape. And he's got great arms, I mean, and he's like do, doing weird stuff on the floor. So he's wearing this terrifying mask, but you're you know, Michael like, Bass under, under there. It's guys. It was really sexually confusing <laughs> for me. Is what I'm trying to say. It may. I went through a lot. But oh, you know God. what I'm talking. you could, totally yeah. okay,
1: fucking. Know. I'm on board. All I right. saw the tank top. We watched the same movie. <laughs> I saw his arms. Great tank top. His A-plus. arms. His arms look good in this. They I'll say that. There's a scene where they're like fighting with each yeah. other. His arms look great there. Yeah, yeah. they do.
0: Well done. Yeah. Kudos.
1: Good job on the X Men workouts, yeah. sir. Yeah. That's yeah. probably why he was in such good shape. I yeah. mean, I don't know if I it's, like, know. in character. Marvel, for like, owns his
0: body now. Yeah, so he has to, like, keep those seps in good shape. That's what Chris Pratt said, like, when he got the role. Like, the Mar- Marvel would send people to go, like, check on him. What? It's so creepy. They Like, they would be like, oh, we just want to go over some things. But he, like, could, he figured out it was, like, to look at his physical physique and make sure he was, like... Isn't that so fucking creepy? Oh, I hate that. It's really gross. It's anyway.
1: really like, ruining my ability to objectify Michael Fassbender. You're like, I'm sure, oh, really? I'm sure Frank wasn't
0: doing it. The producers <laughs> know, of Frank know, weren't checking on
1: him. But I think the X-Men people might have been. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know. Guys, don't do that
1: if you make movies are you are you speaking to like fox and marvel studios listen higher ups at fox and marvel (laughs) Studios. i mean all of those major
0: hollywood studios listen to this show yeah guys listen i know you tune in week after week (laughs) trying to get some advice on how to run your shit and like oh it's maryland's advice corner we haven't done this in a while or was it maryland's fact check we don't i had an advice corner didn't i yeah you did i don't think i wrote a song for it but it's fine maryland's advice corner guys like don't do that it's messed up like, it's messed okay. up
1: regardless of gender like, yeah. like body shaming shit I
0: get that you want your superheroes to look but, but sometimes you go too far I, I think mean, so I, I agree actually you, I think the stuff Hugh Jackman has had yeah to go you did
1: you had pictures of Hugh Jackman yeah. from like X-Men I read an article about this regarding Hugh Jackman specifically for the Mary Sue yeah. this is way off topic God, I'm, I'm going for don't it don't care let's go um, and it was about how like as men get older in superhero franchises like because they aren't replaced like the stuff that Robert Downey Jr. Has had to do is pretty weird too. Like they've made him keep up his regimen, and these guys are like
0: middle aged, right? Like, does it really impact your enjoyment of Iron Man if Robert Downey Jr.'s like bulging, veiny, like dude, or if he's just like a little like fit for a dude his age and looks good still? I don't yeah, think I don't so. Don't Iron think Man so has a fucking Iron Man suit. He doesn't need to be. He's ripped. all
1: CGI, but like Wolverine, they make that dude take off his clothes and, and no it movie. looks like
0: I'm like, oh, it is a little too. Fun. To be fair, like I, like I'm not really into that whole look. I mean, I would hit it re Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I mean, you and Ryan, <laughs> our mutual friend, have gone Why are on the record. We talking about this. All right. Well, because so, I brought up Michael Fassbender's also arms. Also, Michael
1: Fassbender. His arms are great. Call me or call Mary Ellen.
0: He's dating uh, ex mahina Never. She's gorgeous. I know. And he had the cute interview where he's like, "Now nah, that's a robot. She played a great robot. My robot was shit." Did I send you that interview? I don't. It was think really so. cute. Anyway, because he has also played a robot. That. Also, um, Michael
1: Fassbender has, like, significant anxiety problems, which I mean, endears me to him. Same. Maybe that
0: made playing this role easier
1: for him, because yeah. he's, like, talked about that a lot. I feel
0: like he had, like, the way he acted this role, he had, like, a f- sense of, like, physical freedom that, like, it was taught. Like, I would try to imagine his head on his body normally, and it's, like... He was very like different in yeah. just how like how he physically embodied this role. It was he very He did cool a great job of
1: like seeming extremely comfortable while wearing the mask as Frank yeah. and spoilers not so much later. Right.
0: <gasps> We're in the spoiler section, it's cool. yeah, okay. Okay, so they
1: get the album done. It's like this epic night. They're exhausted, but they're satisfied. I did think that it was interesting and potentially a letdown that the finished album is never shown. Yeah, and we don't know what happens with it. We don't know it. what happens with it. But that's kind of like the potentially a statement on how yeah. this band works. Which is yeah. to say they work really hard on something and then absolutely nothing comes of right. it like for and all we no know no one but john fucking cares right for all we know maddening. they threw it in the river the exactly next day. Like, and like that would make sense that's the kind i think that if they showed that it would kind of help explain some of john's behavior too yeah. i kind of wish they'd had a scene like that where i they think were like, i mean we're actually just not gonna put any of this out and right. john is just like what the fuck because right. that would be in character for them too to yeah be like, i think there's a eh. little bit of that
0: yeah there's um, other examples yeah.
1: but i just like having another one wouldn't so there, have i wouldn't have been like upset by that if there yeah. had been another example so they're
0: all celebrating but we get a close-up on don and he looks a little off we're not really sure what's going on he's he's immediately just like downing a beer and just kind of looking into the distance yeah and then it cuts in its uh morning and um john i mean we should
1: establish there's a conversation that don and john have a little earlier on where don's like you know kind of around the time that they're having their little songwriting sesh together or not songwriting song song bashing sesh yeah and he's like you you know you're always going to want to try to be frank but like don't try to be frank just be you yeah but it's clear that he doesn't really believe it and he does want to be frank yeah and like that's haunted him yeah and like hanging around this extremely creative amazing person right like he literally wants to be frank
0: yeah yeah and i think when he's running down to the water he's like i don't want to be me anymore he he says says that that. yeah which is really sad it is so and um, i think
1: they established that don used to be in the band at one point don used to
0: be the keyboard yeah that's what i thought um and and now and thinks all his music shit i mean he basically told john that so john wakes up he walks outside goes out on the porch and there's a wide shot, and you might not see anything that's going on, but then they zoom in, and we see what we think is Frank hanging from a tree. Yeah, like having he, hung himself. Right. It's Frank in Frank clothes and a Frank mask ha- having hung from a tree. Yeah. Um. And so there's, like, a beat, and then the whole band is, like, pulling him down. Like, yeah, like smash get, cut to everybody, like, trying to resuscitate out. this... Who
1: they person. think is Frank? So
0: they put him on the table. They're like, get the rope off his neck, get the rope off his neck, and then they freeze because Frank walks through the, the door. The actual he's like, Frank he's walks in with the, the groceries, store. yeah, uh, and, and sees them, and they, and everyone kind of realizes it at the same time. They pull the Frank mask off, and, and it's, it's Don done. who's killed himself, and he's dead. Yeah, um,
1: it's intense. It is. Yeah, it is. And I was not expecting the movie to go there.
0: Yeah, I remember the first time I saw it. It it really. Like I still really liked the movie, and I thought it was okay, and it was appropriate and stuff like that. But it's it very emotionally, kind of gut punching a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, and like in an intro, like it's so they give him a Viking funeral. Yeah, where they, which is illegal, but in on I par was also with also, I was what thinking, the band would do. Right. I was like, this guy who's not gonna have like a death certificate. Yeah. They're just gonna know that this dude but went with this band. They don't fucking care. No, they don't. So they literally put him on a boat on a. Pyre, and they
1: burn his body. And themselves. they put a mannequin leg. They put <laughs> On him it with which flowers. Is great. Yeah. It's great.
0: It's great, but it's also like, oh Jesus! It's I hope like this doesn't come back to bite in a them. Weird way, yeah. But then, when oh, that's when John learns that Don used to be the keyboardist. Yes. And, and it's Clara tells him And she kind of like Looks at him It's and like so a it's, very like Spinal Tap moment Yeah that's what I was so In Spinal <laughs> Tap Don't all the drummers die Or something And so it's very much like If you're a keyboardist In this band You will lose your fucking mind Yeah Um. And so she And she like
1: Kind is, of play Almost playfully Looks at him like Yeah he was the keyboardist
0: Yeah like, I mean like <laughs> Fuck you right? Why don't you Which Leave is like the band weird. It's like You're sad, but that's funny in a really weird way. That's kind of how the whole movie is. It's
1: like, it's sad, but Um, it's also like funny and
0: like, Dark. And right. good. I
1: don't know. I love that shit. And so, so Frank Frank
0: say some words said some words and he's like, You're the best keyboardist we've ever had, which I was kind of funny too. Uh and Yeah, who cares about that other guy? Right. At the beginning? And beginning? Uh, and we like love you and blah blah blah. And um, also
1: John, who's like there, and I think John's like established is kind of annoyed about that. And at one yeah. point we do see him throw a tantrum about the fact that none of the songs that he wrote or like melodic ones yeah. that he wrote ended up on the album. Yeah even yeah. though he paid for everything right he's already getting mad about that right. and now he's getting
0: thrown under the bus at Don's funeral <laughs> it's just really funny. he's like not considered a member of the group and no. i think that's like shown yeah yeah um and so and then Don's ashes come back they um, go they back like, and get his ashes yeah they, they, they let they like the boat m- float around overnight burn
1: up the body and then when the ashes when the boat is like burned everything. They get the ashes and they put them in a can that usually houses the protein powder,
0: which, which comes back. Um, in the meantime, um, they discover, I don't know how it's found out, but they discovered basically that John's been putting the videos online of get Well, them. they get, or, a, they get an, a gig at, yeah. S- at South By. Oh, right. They're John literally walking the back funeral, from the funeral.
1: John gets a DM from like a South By booker. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we want to book your band at South By Southwest. And you gotta let us know. You gotta let us know AS- yeah. ASAP, which Is real Like that
0: is how shit like that happens Right And so John kind of has to come clean Yeah And be like look And they're like how do they know about us? And they're like well I've been Look So John has to go to the van and be like
1: And like this is like right after Don died
0: But John's like I've got to do this anyway And he says this is what Don would have wanted I'm like I don't know dude Yeah It was six point of him um, and Claire is pissed She's yeah. like You've been secretly Filming Which is, us We just like messed Which, up Yeah it's legit Her anger's legitimate I think so But um, then also Frank is very excited Because he's like He sees that He holds the phone Up to his eyeball And he's, hole, like, and he's like What does number mean He's like 2791
1: for what does that mean yeah he's like
0: that many people like our stuff like he's so enamored by the yes. facts because like in France, and at one
1: point he's like when he's talking to john he's like i feel like clara doesn't even want us to be popular and yeah it's like really cute it's like yeah. a cute moment and john's like yeah frank wants to be popular but like isn't
0: really navigating what that would mean or and
1: obviously or... as the rest of the movie shows yeah, and doesn't
0: it doesn't really Uh, like, talk to Frank or try to realize what Frank thinks that means. Yes. Because Frank Frank clearly doesn't
1: understand what the internet even is. No.
0: At all. Or what, like, fame might
1: entail or that sort of thing. So
0: he's He's a very kind of naive. He's,
1: like, fine with this, but he doesn't understand what he's agreed to.
0: He's, he's excited about it, but like he's trusting John a lot. Yeah. Um, Which just turns out bad. Yeah. For and, him. S- and so they, they're like, okay, um, they agree to it. Yeah. I mean, the, the French. Because use- Frank wants to do it, and Frank is the band leader. Yeah. So they basically,
1: Frank wanting to do it is what convinces, I think, the rest of the band, even though yeah. none
0: of them want to do it. Right. The French people are kind of disgusted. They're like, I, we hate this guy. Claire is, is enraged. Right. But Frank, Frank is intrigued, and he He's like,
1: tens of thousands of people watch our video. That means tens of thousands of people will watch us at this show. And they'll love us already. Yeah, like, he we, thinks that. We've
0: done all these shows where like people don't know us and like sometimes they like us, but sometimes they think we're really weird and that's bad and so I want I, to be just loved like mm-hmm. he thinks this is so cool mm-hmm. uh, and so they go to America they go to Texas yeah uh, and they the first stop is in a desert I'm not sure because which that's one. where Don is from I think yeah and they he's... say and he and and uh, Frank says some words he's like you once said this is like one of your favorite places or something and so we're gonna lay you to rest here mm-hmm. and he starts scattering when we think Classic ashes. Big Lebowski moment. yeah the ashes <laughs> are getting out of the French guy every movie we watch is the same
1: movie yes is what the real conclusion of or this or like we Rely, let's watch
0: every movie or we rely on cultural tropes um no nope. signify don't know what that is emotional experiences or comedy anyway nope. not, not, not Bell at all. <laughs> um and clara stops grabs a chunk of the what we think is the ashes still licks it and says no that's this is protein, like the protein powder, powder. And then scatters it She's mad She scatters it she anyway She scatters it anyway Like yeah. while saying goodbye to Don Just as like a gesture Yeah And I
1: guess we're supposed to believe That they just lost the ashes At some point Because we, said, it
0: never comes back The French guy says like, like Shit I took the wrong can Yeah But we don't know Where the can went Don It might still be in the cabin I yeah. mean who knows Somebody might eat it Oh, Anyway if They don't
1: show that It's yeah. not that kind of a comedy movie
0: No 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 um, They don't like cut back To some guy digging into ashes Or whatever No Um, it's just lost. So then they get to, it's a weird moment. So then they get to South by Southwest and it's like crowds crazy. Mm Um,
1: but there's like this beautiful song playing the compositions in this movie, even like the background soundtrack compositions are really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So they have this like bell like song playing and it's like very like ethereal and they're yeah. walking through the crowds and people are looking at them and they're looking at frank's mask and they're like excited by it and it seems exciting and yeah. fun and they go up to the registration desk and the two girls there recognize them and that's exciting yeah and john is like these two cute girls know who my band is right. and like yeah yeah and they know who i am because they remember my name from right. me uploading they the might want to sleep with me there's yeah. a little bit of that yeah, yeah and they're excited and they're like let's all go out for pancakes so john convinces everyone to go up to pancakes with these two girls yeah. and then that's where things start to go wrong is right dinner but from the
0: beginning i think frank starts out with and fassbender plays really well he starts with a little bit of like nervous Mm -hmm. energy yes that at first could be read as like oh he's just like scared but excited yes but But it just keeps building yeah Uh, and so the first issue is at the pancake breakfast it kind of comes out that like, the girls don't think, think that most of the people who are going to the show probably haven't heard of yes. this band. And
1: the girls sort of look at their view counts on YouTube and they're like, yeah, those are pretty good numbers, but, like, probably no one here
0: will have seen them. Right. Like, we know you, we like you, but, like, a bunch of people at the show, maybe a couple of people on the show know you, and Frank Goes under the table. He's terrified. He like falls from his chair and like melts hides onto the, the ground table. and hides under the table. And he's like
1: moaning. Yes. Um. And the girls don't react to this, but I guess they already <laughs> know who Frank is. I so guess? for them, they're like, yeah, right. whatever. Yeah, because they're established as super fans who've seen every video, right. So they're probably like, "This is all part of the Frank thing." Yeah,
0: the brand, the Frank brand. But
1: we, the the viewer, no, are like, "Oh God, Frank right. is like
0: upset, and this is bad, and this isn't going well." Right. And John tries to kind of, but it'll be fine. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. So Frank and he's like, maybe we could. Uh, John's like Maybe we could Like make the songs A little more accessible and That's something we could do And this is like We see John Oh that's like A separate dinner And I'm like John no John wants to and find This
1: is where I start just shouting John no John and wants to find does. An entry
0: point To put his own Creative input into things And he sees like Frank in a vulnerable state And sees Takes us to his advantage So John is starting To act really shitty yes. And is very invested In this going well To the point where He starts ignoring Frank And like what's going on With Frank Yep um and
1: clara is now the hero sort of
0: yeah like we start to really understand clara's perspective because she's been in the band long enough to kind of know these signs yeah and
1: i think it's kind of implied by this that clara already knows that when things get too good quote unquote for frank he has a meltdown like yes and so she kind of knows
0: that yeah i think or at least- I mean, she is. I she has her own. She's very much like an like an an artist, and it has no interest in fame. Of course, and will sabotage
1: like her own work and make it inaccessible. Right, exactly. But I also think there's <laughs> so like there's a, a self serving reading of it where it's like she knows that this is going to go badly. I think that's and also John true. John could trust her and chooses not to. Like at yeah. various points, she tries to be like, "This isn't the right thing." Like, John, we need to not do it this way. Like Frank's upset, and he's like, "No, Frank's excited." yeah and she's like he's not this yeah. isn't
0: good um uh, but that first, happens yeah he but has first, warnings and he ignores right them. but first frank tries to create what he calls his most popular song ever this scene and it's insane it's so good but so it's really funny and like oh the okay. lyrics are like coca-cola dance all night lipstick rainbow ringo R- lipstick ringo <laughs> I got dance to shoes. So he like is playing on a little Casio. He's playing these,
1: these weird I samples. I love it. And it's like terrifying. So, and he's like dancing around like, it's manic, in sort of a mania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you could put mania to a song, it would sound like that. Basically. Yeah. But it's also like a parody of what Frank thinks pop music oh, is. Yeah. yeah. So it's very funny he's like, too. Okay. Sure. I've seen other bands open for us and close for us. And this is what they do. Yeah. Isn't this what, people want. Right, but it's so genuine. It's but not it's like so, a satire. But it's like completely Insane. not it. And it kinda
0: of gives us a hint that like where the way Frank like sees the world and then the process it goes through as he interprets it like some wacky shit goes on which is why he can make such like beautiful art and stuff like that but like he can't do commercial no he doesn't understand what that means I know it's great Um, and so it's like it's beautiful and sad and funny and And then like John John has a moment there where he's like yeah but it's still gonna Clara
1: is like being so kind so he plays Frank plays this absurd song and then concludes and is like excitedly (laughs) just sticky at everybody like yeah that's Clara's answer so Claire, funny i know yeah. and then clara just like genuinely goes to him Yup, that's your most likable song ever
0: because she's just trying to like support him i read that as her being mad and digging at john it's kind of both i think yeah i think it's also like self-serving because she's like, because she's like it. yes yeah because
1: she's also like she knows people won't love it but she's also like fuck you john fuck yeah. you for like making him do this yeah and like I'm fine with it if we play this. Yeah. Because at least Frank wrote it, but like, also, fuck you. It's like there's so much in that moment. Right um so frank but john is like let's write like a hook he like walks up and tries to like write a little actual melodic line and frank is like yeah sure but like doesn't really seem on board entirely but like it's unclear what he thinks desperate
0: for something and is uncertain of his own kind of creative mastery he's no longer
1: which is terrifying because up till now frank has been leading the band right and has had confidence in right. his music. And so the really... But John sh-
0: has made him, like, unconfident. And so the really shitty thing is is John sees opportunity in this. It's fucked which up. Which is where we start getting really mad at John because it's, it's cruel, basically. A- and, like,
1: exploitative and manipulative
0: yeah. and, like, all the worst things you could do. So at one point, Frank runs out of the hotel... And um, John goes looking for him. It's like right before the show, right? and he's basically having a panic attack. Yeah, in an, it's like the day before the show. Yeah, he's having a panic attack, like in an alleyway, and um, Clara is trying to calm him down. She's yep. telling him to breathe and she's like has her arm on him she's
1: doing the stuff that you do for somebody who's having a panic panic attack where you remind them of things that are happening in the physical world yeah like usually if you're having a panic attack it helps if you're like my feet are on the ground i'm here i'm not somewhere else i'm not disassociating i'm in a room and and there's this in the room she's like breathing on his neck and she's like can you feel my breath can you feel it i'm breathing on you and like stuff like that she's being helpful yeah um, but John doesn't recognize any of these grounding or techniques. Or is, like,
0: willfully ignoring yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and he's like, Frank's fine. Yeah. He's, and, and, and he's, and oh. Claire's like,
0: we need to go home. We need to get him out of here. He's Yeah, sick. and he's actually, even before well.
1: Frank has this full-fledged yeah. panic attack, she tells him that. And she's yeah. like, Frank's not okay. We have to get out of here. Right. Get him out of and here. And John
0: goes, Frank, like all those people, that are, like he preys on, on his desire to be like affirmed and, and celebrated and stuff. Yeah. And, Frank, and also to not let John down because yeah. Frank is
1: like torn between these multiple people. Yeah. And so knows. Frank
0: puts his hand out and lets John start leading him away. Yeah. And Clara... <laughs> before she said before they left for america she said if you fuck this up i'm oh, going oh we skipped something i'm going to stab you john and clara hook
1: up at one point oh yeah okay yeah they, so while john still has it. a beard and they're still in the cabin john yeah. and clara like have a really angry sex scene it's yeah, <laughs> so like kind funny. of
0: funny and amazing i thought they were so the both of them were so the noise that was once... they like get into a huge fight and yeah. john at one point he calls her a cunt and he stands up out of the hot tub, but then Claire's distracted by his dick yeah. basically. Yeah. Um and then it cuts and they're having angry sex in the hot tub. And she's like trying she's to choke him. him. He's like, I'm I'm gonna I'm dying. I'm
1: gonna die. And he's like, Oh wow <laughs> And then she like lets him back up. Yeah. But he like seems kind of into it at the same time in <laughs> yeah. like a weird way. Yeah. And then afterwards they, they like talk. sit back and he's like So, won't it be weird that we're, like, together now? And she's like, Like we're "We're not not together. together. And she's, like, smiling playfully and just laughing at him. And she's like, you disgust me. Right. And then she picks up her foot out of the tub and, like, puts it in front of his nose playfully, which is amazing yeah but I then he's like
0: her. Then he's like you don't want to you don't want to be with me because you're in love with frank and you don't want him to go to america because you want frank all to yourself yes and she's like and then and i want him to just turn me around and give me a bunch of kisses like she <laughs> just mocks him and yes. tears him down because she thinks his view of like interpersonal relationships is so simplistic yeah and seven just mocks him for that and
1: like this weirded me out because like a lot of reviews of this movie say that she's dating frank which but she isn't i don't think that's in this movie no i don't think that narrative exists no. i think other people that, I put it like on this movie in that
0: scene she's mocking that narrative
1: yeah i mean yeah i agree yeah. i i liked that that she was like why are you assuming i'm dating a guy who i'm just in a band with and like am intellectually fascinated right by? And, I, and, I, and also I think, you and i aren't a thing that was just sex right and so you're wrong I think, dude i think she
0: loves frank but yeah but not necessarily in a romantic sense uh, but like maybe right i don't know But that isn't like that there's potential for that, but that doesn't, that's not the relationship in the movie. And it's also
1: not the only thing that matters about the relationship. Or not
0: even the most important thing. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but that's the scene where she says, if you fuck things up in America, I will stab you. Yes. and so She does say that. So flash forward, she (laughs) She pulls out a knife and stabs him in the leg. (laughs) She does. Um, to be fair, she did tell him she would do that. Yeah, she gave him a heads up. Um, and a bystander sees and prevents her from running her. away and she gets arrested yeah um for and, assault which is fair yeah and john goes to the hospital but like gets at like tr- gets out of the hospital bed uh to gets go play crutch, the gig goes, gets a crutch. goes and
1: crutches back to the hotel room and the two french characters are they're sitting out. there no because frank's on the bed and they're like john they finally speak english to him yeah that what woman i mean is does. they're out of the gig yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they're
0: like john you're an opportunistic piece of trash well, or they whatever say, they say they're they're petting they're like rubbing frank's back and they're like he's sick and john's like no he's fine and and, she, and the guy's like she's not talking about frank she's talking about you and she sees she sees he has a sickness yeah and is like and is and it's just like disgusting and exploitative And gross and just isn't thinking about it. And sucking
1: Frank's creative energy out. And she's like telling Frank this and she's like, he's using you. He doesn't have any talent of his own. He's just using us to become famous. And he doesn't contribute anything to this band, blah, blah, blah. Like, all the worst nightmare things that one could argue are true of John at least in this moment
0: yeah and we're I mean we're not feeling particularly charitable toward John this moment so we're like a little as an audience we're like I mean you know yeah. I mean I was still kind of willing to give him the
1: benefit of the doubt all the way up until the actual show that they then play right. at which point I was like
0: John so the French oh, the French you. couple the French couple is out because they're like we're not going to they're stage like without no don't do it yeah So they leave, but Frank is like, he's not really responding or communicating in any real way, but is like, John's just kind of tugging him around places. He's become just kind of like a shell. Yeah. Um, and so they go get ready for the show and Frank's there um and john is like i'll play guitar frank will sing. it'll be unplugged it'll be unplugged yeah which is insane
1: but meanwhile john has been filming everything that's been going on up to this point and posting it so like the video of him getting stabbed by clara he was like yeah. filming it yeah which is absurd so right. that's going on youtube right. and people saw that and that went viral too so there's whole and thing's so been the hyped. show yeah. that they're about to play has way more people at it than it might have otherwise that's true because within south by they've become famous a story yeah. yeah and so people want to go to the show because they think there's going to be a fucking meltdown right which they're not wrong
0: um right before there's an interesting moment right before they go on stage where frank disappears yes behind a curtain and then comes back and he's wearing a dress a lady's nightgown a la- yeah, ladies, yeah like a lady's nightgown like, he's put a bunch of makeup, makeup all over put, his but like mask. weird like red blush and then painted like eyelashes on yeah, his eyes on his mask almost like he's like feeling like he's like whoring himself in a weird way like he like he it doesn't really understand he feels exploited yeah and the way he's expressing that is like by dressing up like a like a tart woman yeah like by like like
1: tarting himself up yeah and he just comes out and he says let's fuck yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) which is like and john is like ignore just ignores it just like doesn't engage right frank
0: or like be like Frank's acting weird. Yeah, Frank (laughs) is losing it, and it's giving all these red flag signals like he is not... He's like, not Clear. okay yeah. right now. So they
1: come out on stage, and the, the booker is like, okay, don't go out yet. Frank instantly Immediately walks goes out him we're right like, by him and we're like, oh no. It's very nerve wracking. It is. Um, and like, with due reason, because this show goes literally as badly <laughs> well, as it possibly like, could. John
0: limps out and he's like, uh, stop by someone, thank you. And it's There's clearly. Like a huge crowd. And that is screaming. like, he is ecstatic. He's feeling so good. He doesn't even see Frank. He doesn't see Frank is just kind of like vaguely pumping his arms and looking. <laughs> around but is like confused oh um my god. and then john so john's like this is the best i'm so excited blah blah and is getting just adulation from the god starts playing a song one of his songs one of his own songs the, the ones Not- we've heard throughout the movie that's shit
1: yeah he just starts playing a shitty fucking song yeah and it's a song that at one point he played for frank and frank was like yeah it's pretty good but like then Frank really kind of rewrote that song yeah. and like changed it a whole lot. And John right. was like really mad at the time. Yeah. And then they never really circled back to it. So, he... so this is like him being like, Frank kind of like this song, not I really, guess. but I'm just going to fucking go with it. Yeah. And he starts playing it and Frank collapses to the ground, does not sing. Yeah. Um, just falls on the ground and starts like having a panic attack. And then also shouting it's
0: shit. This yeah. song is shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and just freaking out just like
1: finally being honest with john essentially and being (laughs) like i'm not gonna fucking coddle you your song's trash and also i'm panicking and you don't care right like like, why did you take me here Uh, it's it's like a child throwing a tantrum (laughs) but it's like relatable because i was just like (laughs) fuck john right now like why did they come out and play a song that frank didn't even write right why was he like time for me
0: yeah. to have a moment well i think part it's of me thinks so he was shitty. so jazzed in the moment to be getting that i know crowd and he's just like i'm gonna this is my chance and he does it but it's so shitty it's such and you see the you see the promoters like oh god freaking out because they d- did a real you know gamble on this crew yeah and they're out and also like the show is over after the show like is over. maybe a minute yeah yeah um so a cool. lot that, of a lot of people are gonna be yeah. really mad so we show. go <laughs> to we go to john and frank in a hotel room or motel room it's like really yeah. low rent motel room and it's trashed yeah treated it's really the gross. shit out of this motel um and there's a, there's like john's flew the channels and they're like at by southwest, southwest um this band it set blah, blah blah and frank and is like, oh, Aren't we supposed to be playing it South by Southwest? So Frank is clearly like. Doesn't really even gone a realize that that was the show that he was supposed to play. Yeah, like he, he had like some kind of disassociative experience, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's like, not great. He's not doing great. And Frank's like a mess. His mask is all a mess. There's like duct tape on the side of yeah, it. Yeah, Because
1: I think when he collapses on the uh, stage yeah. in that moment, he like hits his mask really hard and like cracks it. Right. So the mask is damaged. And also like Claire's not there to sort of help him take care of himself. Right. So he's like no longer bathing at all. Yeah. Or like taking care of himself sort of washing himself under the mask which he can kind of do by like putting a washcloth on a stick under the mask and right
0: yeah and um, And john like hands on him he's like i made this for you just do it and so frank like slowly starts cleaning himself and john's like take the fucking mask off
1: yeah john John, john's furious with john is like you stink like take it off yeah why are you doing this john is like not being introspective at all in this moment he's just he's mad at frank and he blames
0: frank for everything which is fucked up it is really fucked up and frank freaks out he does this thing where he's like i have a certificate that's his line where like if whenever he's like, somebody tries to get him to take his mask right off. right and, jo- and john's like no your face just take the mask out he's freaking out struggles with him frank screams like throws off john runs out of there's a great bit of physical comedy where he bumps his head and like jumps back a little bit like the paper mache shade and then just keeps running he's so good at this i know um, the way that he runs here is so like good.
1: funny and sad and desperate and yeah. like emotional <laughs> and like
0: just amazing In a run, yeah. Uh, yeah he runs out of the highway and immediately gets, gets hit by, by a car, car. Uh, and it's like yeah it's like, very shocking. Yeah, (laughs) it's like the moment
1: in Mean Girls where the girl gets hit by a bus. It's like that shocking of like a character. Well, we've already seen a character die. Instantly,
0: I know. And So we're scared for Frank. In that moment, you're like, oh my god, is he dead? Um, And so John runs out, but his view is like blocked by the car. And so he he
1: sees around the car, and we just see the The mask mask. in three pieces. Right, no Frank anymore. Yeah.
0: And the, and the, and the guy like, driving the car is like. He ran all the way. Yeah. He was kind of limping a little bit. And John's like, Christ. But then John gets hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> yes! John tries to cross the street, but without looking and yeah. gets hit by Carl. Yeah. So then John goes to the hospital again, I yes. guess. Um,. And after he gets out, uh,
1: he tries to call the police to report a missing person and realizes that he doesn't know Frank's last name and cannot d- physically describe, describe him. Which, and is, amazing. Know his age. He which is amazing. She says he's between thirty and fifty. I loved that. That was like a great bit of like sad comedy where I was like, "Yeah, yeah we don't fucking know anything about yeah, Frank, but we love Frank." Like, it's amazing. We know
0: Frank, but we don't know Frank. I know. And so I, I think that's a reveal for the audience I, too. I, I really liked that I moment. It was very clever, but and it was so, also
1: like a little relatable because you're like John realizes that he like fucked. Up and that Frank's probably in danger and like scared somewhere and like yeah. needs to find him. Yeah. But then he goes to Twitter and he's like, Frank's gone. I need to find Frank. Hashtag find Frank. And then other people, I loved this. Well, first he goes, Other people respond to him and they're he's on like, my What's with these fucking PR campaigns? This is so <laughs> fake. And I was like, That is how people respond. And like people like trolling him. Especially like after they've done a show where like Frank There's collapsed a visibly. Yeah. Like to then be like, Oh, he's missing. Like if people think it's all in the And people act, be like, in Fake. They'd be like, Fake. Yeah. And I love that, that
0: I, was, this is the part where i thought the intersection of social media and the story i thought was very me too knowledgeable and I funny i liked that and i if anything like even more
1: of that would have been great to see like a backlash yeah. against frank yeah. and people being we like, get, like a little Fake.
0: you guys fucking suck right. like it's overrated you didn't even play but first he goes to this bar he finds right. Clara and the two french yes. people because he, they have a completely unpronounceable right. new she, band she's name she's like how'd you find this and he points to the ad paper and it's like f-gah, f-gah. like that's their new band name so it's all it's a different man Um, but i like
1: that because it's like claire never wants to be found but like ironically that's how (laughs) she she gets yeah like she's
0: very distinguishable yeah um and they're they're like he's coming to them he's like i fucked up Mm -hmm. and he's like i i ruined everything and i'm really worried about frank uh and i can't find him do you know where he is and they're like no uh and they're like angry at him understandably right but they're like they're at least willing to like talk to him a little bit yeah and they're like worried frank's gone
1: and stuff
0: but they're also like yeah, we don't Fuck know you a where bit. he yeah. is. And- so then, that's that's when he reaches out to Twitter, and we see kind of like a montage of him driving around, looking into leads. There's one part where he's sitting in a restaurant, and this is where we find out that he's been like memed, like they like dudes point at him and they're like chinchilla, chinchilla. Like it's I thought that was really interesting, like a cool intersection of like memes. And knowledge of memes with like a narrative, yeah. Because that is exactly what would happen. Yeah, and at you the know? show
1: that they play, where Frank has the meltdown, the audience is screaming chinchilla, chinchilla yeah. which is the safe word, which is like a weird thing for people to be shouting yeah. and like very eerie in
0: context too. Right, because this dude literally has a mental illness. I know, and these are like symptoms of his mental illness, and they're like, ha ha ha. Yeah, and like it's like so fucking real that people yeah. would like oh, grasp really onto that and
1: laugh at it, think it's fake, think it's funny, use it as like a meme, use it as a like catchphrase. That in yeah. Like, was so it, well it done it felt
0: real in like a shitty and way there's that like 20 something that young kid in the restaurant he's like man oh you guys are God. fucking crazy that fucking asshole like he's a like, guy Claire recognizes such john a bitch. she's so crazy frank what a fucking lunatic like he's yeah. trapped like and these are characters that like we've, we love. We've started to feel very emotionally close with. And but this so is just like some like asshole from the internet who like yeah. recognizes John and
1: is like, "Yeah, what's well, in your fucking band?" Yeah, like, you guys are and fucking like, the cook comes out and, and he's like, "Chiquita, yeah. oh Chiquita,"
0: and it's like humiliating. And I think that's a mo- that's a really important, too. Yeah, I think it's a really important moment for John to be like, "This is what I was fighting for," and like, also this, like, "This is why they didn't want this." Yeah. Like, this
1: is But gross. that's like a lesson you sometimes have to learn the hard way about yeah. fame is like, oh, like a thing got really successful and like now people don't fucking get it. And yeah. that happens when something gets really
0: successful. Right. Chappelle? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of comedians actually have that, that yeah, issue. Yeah. But... And
1: like, I mean, I think bands do too. Sure. I mean, I, I've certainly pe- seen people make the argument that like there's a lot of misinterpretations of Radiohead that are like misunderstanding like the anti capitalist messages okay, of that. And, no, I'm just. My dad, my dad loves
0: radio. I like them, too,
1: but, like, they're All very right, popular done. now, yeah. so, of course, the message gets watered down. I mean, like, right. that's what happens when you become super popular. Yeah, it's it's this really... I mean, U2 is a fucking protest what, band, a p- the protest you... punk band, and now people they're don't... Still... Perfect. I know that, but I'm saying the audience <laughs> reception to them is different. Mm. I don't know what you
0: sh- No, I know what you're trying to say. I'm, di- just, I'm just gonna know what You about. know, what I'm saying it. like when yeah. you become extremely successful, and like Bono, there's talking- like a there's like a backlash to the backlash to the backlash. Yeah, and, and you everything. have to figure out how to deal with that. And like, and Bono dealt with it by doing like that weird satirical period and doing and a stuff. lot of
1: reinventions, which yeah. is good and bad. But like, yeah, he at least opted into that. Yeah. kind of. Yeah, but like in this situation, John kind of foisted that on yeah. everyone without really telling them. What it would mean to right. have to be playing a show in front of a thousand people chanting chinchilla at you like yeah. that's not like an experience you can opt into <sighs> right really it right. just kind of happens and then you're like this is my life now i guess yeah it seems bad <laughs> seems
0: real bad good thing we'll never be there
1: yeah can people not share this
0: podcast <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah. jk
1: we want to be wildly successful Do and we? i don't
0: know we're figuring it out so i don't think we have to worry right now we definitely don't we average at like 300 listens <laughs> which we love all 300 we of really do except for, you know who you are gerald
1: <laughs>
0: that guy i really hope no one named gerald because like, he'd be like
1: oh shit
0: <laughs> gerald in michigan we know who you are stop being weird we know your whole fucking deal anyway <laughs> um so but the eventually weird. eventually he gets a dm <laughs> and it's like i i have a lead for you yeah blah blah, blah and he gives him an address
1: yeah and bluff- i didn't get this is that like a reference to something bluff kansas is that like a different no, band is from there or something no i don't think
0: it's a re well because i think I it, it comes up early in the movie because um oh he writes this like obnoxious blog post on his little blog about the van yeah. john does so, yeah so john learns from don like he's trying to find out about what makes frank so unique and he's like mm. he has to have been some through some really dark shit yeah like what was his before how did he end up the mental hospital like what was his like upbringing and don's so, like uh, i don't know a ton about him i just know he's from like bluff kansas and <laughs> and john goes bluff kansas sounds like like dark or he yeah. sounds intense or something <laughs> and and he writes a blog post like i need to find my own bluff, bluff kansas. kansas yeah um and so he he's
1: pointed in and the he's direction. also like mental illness and like probably child abuse which he like invents in yeah. frank's case which as we learn in this scene frank had a perfectly fine
0: childhood. right because- so so john drives out to bluff kansas and there, it's to a frank's really home to frank's home and there's a at home. really funny scene where given all the talk of bluff, kansas it's like the most like idyllic like suburb yeah like everyone's waving hi and a little boy goes out on a the, bike and, yes. and his mom's like be careful it's yeah. just like and he's like kind of looking around like
1: uh like and very he, confused he meets this
0: guy who's like trimming a tree <laughs> or, or um cri- clipping a hedge essentially yeah. and he goes up and he's like frank I'm, I'm sorry I tried to rip your head like off. Because it's like a medium height white guy, so like maybe yeah. it is Frank. Right, and it's at the address. Yes. And the guy's like, I'm just the teacher, man. I'm sorry. It's funny. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But then he turns around when he hears a voice and he sees a man standing in the yard wearing like drinking sunglasses from a juice box? And oh like, yeah he's drinking from the big straw mm-hmm. um and is wearing yeah wearing sunglasses and he's got wearing patches, like a hoodie and stuff and he's got patches of hair missing and a scar and like scars on his forehead yeah. as though like he's been wearing something and stuff. yeah
1: so it's like obviously frank but like this is really also interesting. It's Michael Fassbender kid, oh, <laughs> fucking it's frank yeah. but also like even from context you can tell yeah um and John can tell, but it's so interesting how the camera works in these scenes because it doesn't fully focus on him. Yeah. And he keeps turning away from the camera. Yeah. And, and like, he's not even fully in frame in that. Like you yeah. kind of see his mom come out and like, you really want to look at Frank in that scene. Yeah. Because you've you been dying and trying enough. to, because yeah. you're like, what? I want to see Michael Fassbender's face, but he keeps looking down and turning around yeah. and looking away. And even in the rest of the scenes with him throughout the rest of the movie, it, he's often like in the corner of a frame it's almost as though he's hiding from the camera yeah. in like a very awesomely done yeah, way it's very where cool. they don't really reward you by like letting like a close you shot. really see yeah. his face yeah because like you kind of get that at the end yeah
0: yeah but they really make you wait for it yeah absolutely in like a cool way so um john goes in to talk to his parents and frank a little bit and he's like frank how are you doing and frank's not responding he's playing with a radio dial Yes. And like turning up, and then Frank kind of like walks out. Yeah, yeah. and he and is like looking down, sipping this thing, playing with the radio dot, and then he just walks away. Yeah. Um. And so John gets a chance to talk with Frank's parents, and. Kind of Lawrence, it was like a very loving home, yeah. And that this was a thing that just kind of came up. Like his parents recall, like he he never like he looks at pictures around the room, and Frank's always like covering, covering his, his face, face in the pictures. And the, like even as Frank is a kid, he's doing yeah. it. Yeah. And the dad like made him a paper mache mask that he
1: said was for a costume, and, and like the dad knew was like, wasn't. I knew it wasn't for a costume party even then, but like yeah, I had to. Do and, it and we learned I like you're him. not <laughs> right,
0: and we learned you're not supposed to like it's the, one of the worst things you could do is like indulge that or something, but like it was just so tough and, and so it's like these parents tried really hard and like you can tell care. they love
1: him and like yeah as far as we
0: see he loves his parents too i mean he went back there right like, that was like a safe spot yeah um and so john still being a dumbass is like well <laughs> like what happened to make him like this like was it you know it's abuse like what happened and they're like what they're like no like that's just what he it just happens yeah which is so I, and his
1: dad just literally was like he has a mental illness yeah right <laughs> he, like he's got a, it's a mental illness yeah uh which is so like and like, then also john is like so like that's why he's such a great musician and the mother's like and the mother's, beca- like, and the mother's no, like no he's actually been just great. got I, in his way yeah i think if
0: anything it gets in his way i loved it guys like i like for somebody like me i'm so for various reasons, very aware of a portrayals of mental illness in uh, movies, film, media, etc. And oftentimes, there's such shit and there's a lot of stereotypes and... And like, magical disabilities. Right. That And these things just get reiterated to such a shitty extent and this scene was like a breath of fresh air. I it's loved so, it. To just be like, This is an illness, and like this is, and 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 it has nothing to do with the great
1: songs that he writes. It has
0: nothing to do with his artistic talent. It's not responsible for his artistic talent. If you took it away, he'd still be incredible. And it, it doesn't come from some dark, gritty, you know, origin story. It's just a, like, it's just what he is. It just happens. And that's, that's part of Frank. And I thought that was so well done. I, yeah, I was really impressed I by it. that.
1: And I love that he was like still playing the piano by himself. Like, yeah. And then like John goes up to him and is like, Hey, so like, it's good. You're still playing. And he's like, actually like i'm having a lot of trouble coming up yeah with he's it.
0: like i can't do it i can't write anything i can't
1: write anything anymore nothing
0: will come out yeah and john john is he's heartbroken. like devastated
1: from this experience yeah like,
0: john put him through right john i think is really he feels a lot of pain when he hears yeah. that yeah but um, it's like i don't know it's like an earned scene yeah yeah i, I like that's, you kind
1: of need that for john or else yeah. you really fucking hate him like right. you need him to kind of be cut down yeah and for him to, to realize to like, see what he's done, I fucked
0: up, and so yeah. he realizes he
1: has to take Frank
0: back to El Madrid to the, the rest of his band. Yeah, where they're they're where at they're the playing, bar. They're playing. They're playing at El Madrid. So he takes Frank back in. The band is is playing a song, and John goes and sits at the bar, uh, and kind of watches the thing go down. And Frank kind of slowly approaches as they're playing, mm-hmm. and at first, like they don't recognize him. Yeah, Clara like looks over, and she's still singing, and then like slowly gets up, like
1: like realizes it's I think they all kind of have a slow realization for the same obvious context clues that we would which is that he's got the scars on his face he's avoiding eye contact he he like clearly seems to know them yeah and is acting a
0: little weird and and she and it's like kind of their their band magical realism like they would know like I they kind would... of bought it though yeah especially oh, like since would. john's there and brought yeah. him there yeah so like true.
1: based on the fact that the last conversation i had with john was him looking for frank right
0: and it does take her a little i mean she's still singing yeah. a song and then she
1: heard the lyrics start breaking up and she's getting a little upset and yeah. she's like because she's like is this frank but she's thinking it in her yeah. she doesn't say that she's not like saying into the microphone is are you frank? frank yeah that'd be <laughs> weird Be we weird yeah. trying um and but so you can they, tell she's thinking it. so they
0: stop. it's a great ending scene so they stop playing and frank he's still like looking at the ground he starts talking he's like it's great to see you guys it's great to be here
1: yeah at which point i think they really realize it's frank they recognize his yeah. voice yeah for yeah one.
0: um and he's like and, he, and they're just silent and like i mean what do you even say yeah and he can't say like he he says i love your wall that's a, is it like about the wall at the bar? <laughs> I know. Like it's that's like the emotional
1: like expression you could do. I know, and he's like this place is really dirty, and he's just kind of is like saying Free listing random things, yeah. which is what he
0: always does, and um, and then he start and he starts like we've seen this creative process in like other little songs he's yeah. making it was much more joyful and kind of fr- he's kind of like freestyling yeah he's and he's getting back into it and the guitarist realizes and hands in the microphone yeah um and, and starts playing some chords and frank starts like singing, singing a song. song um very slowly at first um and the chorus is i love you all or I love your wall. Well, it starts I love your wall, but then yeah, then he, I love you all. Um, the song is so good. It's really and then it's he, really sweet. Like he starts
1: crying as he's singing it, and he like you oh. finally get the shot where you actually see his
0: face, and, and like, he was look looking it, and he's right up at Clara, and he's and he's got like tears coming down it's his so face, good. and she's crying a little bit too. Yeah. And then once they make eye kind of hit there, she like goes to the theremin, and she's back in it, and she's playing. The whole band's playing and um we see john looking really happy yeah cuts back to the band they're playing it cuts back John's john has left. left um and then they show john walking on the, street the last and the last shot is john leaving behind like leaving the bar as the band plays on yeah and that's the end of the movie yeah how'd you feel about that ending
1: i mean i really liked it i do think it's kind of a tragic thing for john because it's like well is he gonna find his own path now
0: I, well, the interesting thing. Okay, so the because one, because yeah. it's
1: implied that the band getting back together without John in it yeah. is okay and a good ending for them. Yeah, and a validating ending for them because yeah. they revive each other. Their creative process is something that they each rely on, and they like desperately need each yeah. other. Yeah, they are a family, and it's a family that John's not in.
0: Yeah, but I think. John has had a really significant character arc throughout the film, and in a way, like the way fame and like the lust for fame is treated in the film is like a disease, yeah, in a way, like a virus. And he like gets Frank sick with that in a real like. I, I like that though. Yeah, it's like, like Frank's body change. like rejects it. Yeah, and and you and know he becomes
1: less and less capable of finding joy in the art. Yeah. Which is, I mean, which is required to make art. I think you have to like find something in it in order to like go on. Right.
0: And so for me, I feel like this whole process, like we start with him just, obsessed. He wants the fame. He wants the affirmation. He's on social media all the time. Who the hell does that? Right, Manny? Anyway. Um, <laughs> Not I. I uh, um, he, and he's obsessed. He's a man obsessed. And that's his driving motivation behind jumping in with this band. It's driving motivation behind a lot of the choices he makes with the band. So for him to see that he that it's good for these people to be together making art and that he doesn't have to be a part of that yeah i feel like john is gonna be okay oh yeah like i feel like it's like almost like the the virus is out of his system yeah and he's able to kind of like start fresh um, and he's like
1: learned the hard lesson that you learn if you like become famous at all from something yeah where you're like oh, like, this level of public scrutiny is actually really shitty and makes it harder for me to figure out what I want to do as opposed to easier. Like, I don't think this movie's saying that fame is inherently bad. It's just that, like, you can't just do things for other people and, Mm -hmm. like, trying to change your work to be accessible is going to potentially make you feel like shit. Yeah. And like, which is its I mean, not even that it's going to make your art worse. It might not. It, yeah. might, it may or may not, but like, it definitely will feel like a
0: compromise for you that maybe you won't be able to do. I think so. I've seen readings of this movie that say it's about how tough it is when you just don't have natural talent and, and you have mm. to accept that. And I feel like that's a really cynical reading of it. Cause I, know, I think so. Yeah. I don't necessarily think John isn't talented. I think he's so distracted by, Success And, like, wanting to be Frank, which is why I really yeah. liked that conversation
1: with Don early on. Right. Where, like, Don is also a musician and he just became really fascinated by Frank and, like, even in death, like, couldn't let it go, which is yeah. really fucking sad.
0: It is really sad. And, and like, so, like it, it is
1: painted as a shitty thing that, like, yeah. you have to move on from.
0: Yeah, and so I think that, like, I think John escaped that fate. Yeah. Um By I... not being obsessed with being in a band that he didn't have a role in. Right, and so I think the optimistic readings And the reading I kind of prefer is that John's going to go find his own shit. That's what I am. And now he's he's finally free to do that. And now he's not obsessed with getting affirmation.
1: I think so. I mean, yeah. I didn't interpret it as John. I mean, okay. So I've made fun of John's songs a lot in this, Yes. but I think we're supposed to believe that if John kind of got out of his own way, he might be good. Yeah. That was kind of my interpretation I mean, he of it. works so
0: hard. I think it's just the, his focus needs to be. And also he's very focused
1: place. on like having, writing a song that's popular and yeah. like that, that's not necessarily bad. I mean, I don't want to come down too hard on that, mm-hmm. but I think that you also have to like the song yourself on some level yeah. and like kind of have it come from a place. It yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be a dark place either. Like there's a lot of stuff in this movie about like, Oh, like do you need to have like a tortured life experience in order to create art? And like Frank, I don't think Frank wrote a true. song about a
0: little tuft that was sticking up from the rug. And that song's great. It's so cute. It's so so I think that kind of just tears that down immediately. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And I think the message of the movie is trying to
1: tear that yeah. down and be like, Frank's motto is like, you can write a song about anything. Yeah. And he um, feels
0: inspired and, and engaged with everything, you which know? is such a good attitude.
1: Yeah. Like, God, I wish I, I had know. felt that
0: way about the world. I just want to be Frank. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. It happened to us. Um, but like attitude wise, I get it. Yeah. But, and so I want to draw this back to Birdman a little bit too, because I think there's also, I forgot that social media plays a big role in yes. movies too. Um, um, and and, and kind of
1: and admiration and blah blah. Yeah, for me, I was
0: like, oh, it's art and mental illness. Those are the linkages I made, and those also exist. Yeah. Um, and about kind of how, like, I think Birdman does a job of being like, like, fuck this whole you have to suffer and be mentally ill for your art thing too. But in its own way, yeah. Like he's immensely successful for suffering and making art, but then it's it's like fuck that, you know, like, there's, there's, like, a a dismissal of that, again, in a different kind of way, um, and I think, I think this does that, too, but through the, uh, like, through somebody else observing, and learning these lessons,
1: yeah, Um, but you kind of need that, I mean, it's kind of like if Birdman were about, like, Sam, or, like, had a different narrator that was... Sam's a bad example, maybe, but there isn't really a character that kind of plays the role John does in Birdman, Yeah, it's like this outsider sort of observing an eccentric artist and doesn't understand what makes them tick. And then in the end, it's like, oh, he just likes writing funny songs. Like, yeah. It's like indie yeah. comedy, but like joyful in a way, where yeah. it's like, I don't
0: know. I... And he's just been good at it. Yeah. I I don't, there's, I don't think this Film argues for inherent ability versus just not being inherent. Cause I think that's bullshit. I do too. And like, like I think there's such a thing where you can be kind of naturally really good at something from an early age and then like work on that. But I don't think there's such a thing as people who just don't have any ability.
1: I don't really either. Yeah. I, I've never really thought about that before, to be honest. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. Where I think I about I it a lot
0: it. because of where I'm at.
1: <laughs> I don't think I believe in it. I mean, I, no. I definitely like, stifle against the idea that somebody would be like well you're just untalented and you have nothing to say and you never w-. like that just yeah. automatically seems like crap to right. me because i don't know i mean obviously you can only write stuff about your own personal lens but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that everybody doesn't potentially have something to say yeah I'm like, it doesn't have to come from trauma either. Mostly I really liked that this movie wasn't making a statement about art coming from trauma. Yeah. Which we've talked a little bit about on the show, but like it's just a stereotype that I really fucking hate. The idea that like self-destructing publicly is like a good thing and like right. this movie makes it seem very unappealing. Right. And how we hold up. And like filming
0: a stabbing on social media right. and
1: like well, that's ha- seen as like, bad. Culturally we
0: hold up all these great artists who we know ha- suffered and had really ugly ends. I mean Bukowski yeah. and Sylvia Plath. And and I think we kind of like it yeah, in a bad way romantic- when people do that. We romanticize it in a way that I think is, is really gross and ugly. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's important to look at Narratives that that challenge that, and yeah. I, don't, I think that's such horseshit.
1: But I think it's a natural human tendency to do that, to be yeah. like fascinated by like, oh my Ooh. god, this person's so fucked up, like. Right. You know, like, I don't know, Lindsay Lohan is weirdly the only person springing to mind. But like, you know how like people's public downfalls or yeah. like, like Britney Spears shaving her head and stuff like we well, how they like to, that they, stuff. They used
0: to have viewing windows and charge admission to the mental asylums where you can watch crazy people like tear their own hair out. Did you know about that? No. Yeah. Historic. I mean, not like last year, but like oh. <laughs> in like the 1800s or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, to- I mean,
1: mental health care used to be like. Great. Oh, yeah.
0: That's what I was <laughs> really going to say. But they would charge admission. I thought it was way better, and we've just backslid since Definitely. then. <laughs> they used to charge admission to madhouses for people to go watch, like, the crazies, like, freak out.
1: Yeah, okay. So Plus, we, like,
0: circuses
1: existing. Well,
0: yeah, but we have a long history of, of treating mental illness as entertainment and of linking it. And disability it with, as entertainment in yes. fucked up ways. Yeah, Um. and so I I really admire this movie for... Like, I think you like, I know you said at first you were a little nervous, like you weren't really well, sure whether it would I'm, come like, down on it. I'm very
1: skeptical about things about bands because I'm in a band and But even about
0: where they would come down on like mental illness yeah, and that sort of thing.
1: Because I knew that it was invented on some level. Like yeah. going in, I was like, so Frank is going to be a mentally ill character, but like, is that going to be romanticized? Because I'm not into that. Right. Because that's
0: what you see so often. I know. And like based um, on the
1: trailers, like I did see some trailers for this movie. I don't think I saw the same one that you did. Um, yeah. But I saw one that excerpted the little conversation that they have mm-hmm. where John's like, why do you wear the mask? And he's like, oh, well, you know, faces are weird. And yeah, like just that conversation excerpted yeah. it made me think the movie would be good. But I wasn't like completely sold yet. Right. That is a great conversation. And it. I think worked as a trailer. Yeah. But like, then there was other stuff in the trailer that I was like, is this just going to be like a weird hipster thing where yeah. there's like a bunch of rock music and like no statements are being made.
0: Yeah. So I, I think they, they played a very deft hand here. I think they, they did really well yeah um with stuff about art mental illness fame there's so much packed in here and a lot you can really think about but it doesn't feel heavy-handed it really doesn't and that's why i think that's it, part it's of- very carefully done and i
1: was also unsure for like the first half of the movie if i was supposed to dislike john and i felt kind of guilty because i was like I really don't like all these blog posts John's writing. It seems like he's really, like, way off the mark about Frank. I don't like this blog post you wrote where he's, like, romanticizing mental illness. Yeah, did you feel validated in the end? I did. Yeah, And that was, like, such a payoff for me. Because throughout the movie, I was, like, getting increasingly, like, worried about John. Where I was, like, this John guy seems like he's just getting, like, more and more shitty. Yeah. But, like, that's the arc. And I was, like, oh...
0: oh Oh, this is i know it's like i feel like you can't always trust a movie to know what it's doing with those sorts of things and this does a really good job yeah which is why i think we're a little confused that it's ronson apparently but but
1: again like that's also like directing acting yeah it's true like rewrites i mean he's not the only person involved not that john ronson didn't i'm sure do a great job on the screenplay which i'm sure was great um But I mean, there were lots of other things going in that made this movie really good. The songs being really good, I keep highlighting that. But if you didn't have that, the movie wouldn't work. Yeah. If the songs were bad this would be
0: or if, or if like or if, a tough yeah match. or if like frank's actor wasn't quite so good or you know or like the band one like band if member John is John wasn't
1: like still kind of likable even yeah. though he's a dick you kind of need that actor to be i think he did a really kinda good of job likeable.
0: yeah i think he did a great job I and, think like he's like really and like relatable and like i know sort I, of... I, I i like made fun of him because he's a ginger and he's in every movie now but i think he's genuinely talented. i mean
1: he's in every movie because he's good Ugh. yeah
0: that's a, well also because his daddy's an actor also did you know that paired did you know that no mad eye moody is his dad that's great yeah i like that guy um we should have paired this
1: movie with the force awakens because hux (laughs) is in a pairing with a masked character (laughs) in the force awakens who throws inexplicable tantrums and the parallels are there folks great and I, I, was thinking about that. But a lot I th- too you told me that. I thought it was actually and it very was like, funny. Oh you like, God. wow. He also plays a character who's like, obsessed with the man in a mask. The husk, the Hux, Hux. Kylo Ren thing yeah. <laughs> versus like John Frank was mm. like funny to me. But it's so opposite because Frank is like his goodness, beloved, and, yeah. beloved by all who meet him. And Kylo Ren and is, is, is like, like a, a fucking dick. whiny baby. <laughs> and when Kylo Ren <laughs> takes off his mask, you're like, oh. That guy?
0: That guy? my dad was Can? watching it i mean we're the only people who feel that way about adam driver unpopular opinion my, my dad watched um force awakens and he really liked it but he's like i thought the guy was who played kyle wren was kind of weird and he's like the scene where, like kind of weird that was, was his read on he's like the scene when he like takes off his mask he looks like andy samberg's little brother <laughs> you're like that guy <laughs> i thought that was really funny it is funny uh, um but also
1: your dad is funny. I love
0: my dad. He's great. Who I, I told not He keeps sending suggestions to the podcast as you get to listen to an episode. So <laughs> what are his suggestions? Oh, he had one that was really weird. Oh, he wanted us to do um, Michael Clayton. What? <laughs> he's obsessed with George Clooney. <laughs> he loves George Clooney movies and will like tell me all the time. I need okay. to go watch I'm this one. I'm not opposed to George Clooney as like a actor. Um, I think he's good. Hold on. Let me double check. Um,
1: Well, I guess I can announce the movies we are going to do next because they're completely inexplicable. (laughs) So, (laughs) for no reason at all, Mm -hmm. we want to do two apps about the two hulk movies that got released yeah i forgot we 2000s. were doing this um and i think we should do them in order because like why the fuck not so mm-hmm. i think we have to start with the eric banna one which i think came out in 2003 yeah and then edward was... norton's came out in 2008 i want to say
0: the director of that was one who did brookback mountain right i um, think um, oh so. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um that movie's they're both
1: fucking weird yeah and we talked about Edward Norton and Eric Bana a lot in the Birdman app, and I was like, so we're like, we gotta. Do it this. would be really funny if we did those movies, and then we both decided we actually liked doing the idea of that. <laughs> and no one apparently has done this on a podcast yet, so we're gonna do
0: it. Oh, we just. or if they people did, have. We we're don't fucking care. Do it better. Yeah,
1: we'll do it better. Be so we're gonna feature. we're gonna watch the first one's called just. The Hulk, and then the Edward Norton
0: one is called The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. So I haven't I seen to, that. Have you seen the Edward Norton one? I don't think I actually have seen it. I saw the Eric Banner one when I was like 12. Yeah. Like, whenever it first came out, I was young. I'm kind of excited to watch it again. Yeah, I think it'll be fun to make fun of if it's just really stupid. I
1: mostly was just, like, the Birdman and Frank were excellent to watch side by side yeah. and, like, You're really welcome. think about. But I'm excited to watch something that has
0: (laughs) no cultural impact. Yes. Um, (laughs) Or does it? My dad's recommendations was Michael Clayton. I forgot. He was just talking about Michael Clayton. He said next movie review should be Rushmore. And I said, what? (laughs) I said, I know I have no idea why. And I was like, "Uh, you don't even listen to the podcast. A B we have to, (laughs) we have to pair it with something. And he just said, Avatar. Okay, that, that Rushmore out Great app <laughs> Which is an insane pairing That makes no sense So that's where my fine. father's at I think it's fine, at. honestly He's nuts So we're doing
1: that next Instead of the Hulk No, we're
0: doing <laughs> no, Hulk we're doing a double, double Hulk
1: Double Hulk feature and I have a long Two personal Hulks.
0: I love the Hulk Like as a Same. character Um, I have a Hulk doll Stuffed Interesting, animal Interesting uh,
1: parable About a mental illness in the, in the Hulk um, <laughs>
0: Anger management We love mental illness here We love it We dig it We kind of do We've done a lot of episodes about it i mean but all our movies have featured we didn't know like neon demon listen guys or- we didn't know this would guys, happen look, we didn't we, we didn't sign up for this shit i didn't ask for this also like supposedly movies without people with mental illness the characters seem really mentally ill like 50 shades of gray yeah. We diagnose like all the like, characters in that
1: movie. Honestly, like Christian is Christian's not well. got, no,
0: he's, he's very much not well. So I, we're, <laughs> what we're doing is a public service for like the.
1: Just diagnosing fictional characters yeah. based on whatever we feel like. Oh, we're, we, we're not we're right. qualified to diagnose them. But, oh,
0: I, I mean, they're fictional. I've got it. Yeah. Who cares? Um, we're better than fucking Dr. Drew or Dr. Phil or whoever the fuck those losers is are. Is Dr. Drew anyone? Oh my. Do you know who Dr. Drew is? I he's guess like I don't. He's really like exploitative. He's done a bunch of like reality shows, but he's like. He's... I was expecting you to say Dr. Dre, and I was
1: like, well, he's not a real doctor, so you're right. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Dre, he's trying to diagnose people all the time, and like you profit off of it. It's really messed up. But this Dr. Drew guy's even worse. He sucks. Because he's not even a good producer.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh...
1: um, So if you want to tweet at us. Uh, I'm at Mary Ellen Murr. And I'm at Mitty Myers. And if you want us to make a Twitter for the show, we will, I guess. I don't know. Whatever you have want. right now. I don't now. know what I've, you guys want for us. We do have an email address though. Yeah. As evidence at the top of the show, just mm-hmm. as a reminder, it's let's watch two movies at gmail.com. T W O and yeah, uh, Oh,
0: so we're yeah. talking about ideas for like future episodes. If you guys want to do like a question and answer episode, if you yeah, guys want like, like to, a reader like, mail interview ep- people, I don't know. If you guys want us to like Fucking watch Shake specific movies you
1: can always send us suggestions we've gotten a bunch of suggestions yeah. no promises that we'll do them no because clearly we, got, we out are... of
0: the box have <laughs> just decided to watch two old movies which surprisingly no one suggested the, the coolest thing about doing this is like every like we there's never a time where we feel like stuck like I, one of us will bring something up and we'll be like yeah and it doesn't make narrative sense in between but we're just like that makes a lot of sense uh, and so far, it's worked. I really enjoyed it. I yeah, don't know about you. We're basically just watching movies
1: that we're interested in watching on
0: a given Right though, yeah. But, but you
1: I... can totally suggest stuff. Yeah. And uh, we love hearing from you guys. Yeah. Um, I was validated that no one emailed us to ask us to watch The Dark Knight.
0: Bailey, my friend Bailey, oh, no. texted me and she said you guys have to watch Dark Knight. And
1: Anna, my sister Anna, Never mind, said. <laughs> take it back! I take it back! I was like, so at least nobody wanted to know what we thought about it after we, we fucked up. I the had two requests, but line yeah. that we don't
0: understand. Oh my god, that was really funny.
1: Listen to the Big Lebowski app if you want to know what I'm talking about. Okay, mm. that's it. Uh, we so, love you guys um, until next time. I especially love you, what was Gerald? It? Gerald. Gerald. Gerald from Michigan. Michigan. Hey, dude, sorry we insulted you before yeah, you were fine, actually. Yeah, I actually, actually. Love you. We, we take
0: it back. You're fine. Mm-hmm. But until next time. We'll be. Watching. Two. Movies. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> so
1: next week is Christmas, which means there's probably not going to be an episode because we're just so busy with Christmas and New Year's. And by that, I mean there probably won't be an episode because... We were really depressed this week and didn't manage to record one. So that's what you get for subscribing to a podcast with mentally ill hosts. We should be back the following week, um, but this is a good time for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button on SoundCloud or iTunes so that you never miss an app, even if we do. Follow us at AtomicBlueProductions.com or support us at Patreon.com slash AtomicBlueProductions.